Alright guys, we're back. <clears throat> Let's get started. It's not even the fucking song I wanted to play. Let's get started. <laughs> I almost played the wrong song. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Junkie Podcast, yeah. episode 102. We're back, guys. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here. You need something yeah. unexpected. Some form of weapon. You ask you to feel yeah. protected. Yeah. And still feel protected. Just one time for yeah. the wreck it. Just one time for the wreck Worthy, I don't want my mind alerting. People saying tweeting gonna make you die early. How about have my heart hurting? Hold it on the side, that can make you die early. Only get your best attorney. Something said, feel it when I heard it. Just release the spirit, let it flow though. How do you leave it out with one leg like low joke? Nail me to the cross of long nails like Coco. Free throat coat for the throat goats. Even if I gotta do it solo, even if I gotta do it with no promo. Got my point across till we finally get across and pass the point. So, there's a couple things that I gotta quote. Don't involve yourself in things you don't have to know. I ain't never question what you was asking for. I give you every single thing you was asking for. I don't understand how anybody could ask for more. Got a list of even more, I just laugh it off. I be going through things I had to roll. Celebrity drama that only rather know. Too many family secrets, somebody passing notes. Things I cried about, I find laughable. I'm not done yet, but Social Junkie Podcast, <laughs> episode 102. Did you just cough? If you hit that play button today, we appreciate you guys. No, I was like, it was like a little chuckle, you know? It wasn't like a laugh. Or, I don't know. I don't even know what it was. That guy's back. On your top five tonight. Gonna get started tonight. in a second. Episode Smoking 102. On Thank you for being here. Name tonight, tonight. Smoking on your shows ain't tonight. I am the Omega. PG Lane rolling game. SIE. Don't you address me unless it's with four letters. I thought you known better. I've been ducking the pandemic. I've been social gimmicks. I've been ducking the overnight activist. Yeah, I'm not a trending topic. I'm a polo. Y'all niggas playing with me, man. I am the Omega. PG Lane rolling game. SIE. Don't you address me unless it's with four letters. I thought you known better. I've been ducking the pandemic. I've been ducking the social gimmicks. I've been ducking the overnight activist. Yeah, I'm not a trending topic. I'm a prophet. I answer to Metatronic every year. Bitch, looking for a better me. I am a legacy. I come from the 70. The Al Green, offspring, guns, and the melody. The big shot, wrist on cryotherapy. Soon as I press that button, nigga, better get right. Let the emblems coming. Us two, when the light came, been through nothing. Day free, got at least one B in the oven. I'm tripping, I'm jigging my mental. It's amazing, brother. Pop off only on occasions, brother. Man, that, shit that, that, that shit was crazy. trash. That shit was crazy. <laughs> You're lying. Chill out. Bro. Oh, check this shit off. I don't want to hear this shit anymore. This shit trash. Stop. Stop messing with that nigga. Kendrick name, might be the worst rapper I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> he's Now that you guys trash. know this nigga's cabin. You know he's playing. He, know, he started a cap or no cap, cap segment early. This nigga started that shit in the first four minutes of the episode. You cabin, right? Please let the people know because I don't want to do it for you. Yeah. You really feel like that? It's cap. 
Social Junkie Podcast, episode 102. Everyone that hit that play button today, thank you for being here. We appreciate everyone for listening to us this time around. I go by the name of P. That's Brandon. Did I dap you up when I walked in? What up, y'all? Shit's always loud, boy. What? <laughs> them them uh, dap ups. I mean, Shit's always pretty loud. Quiet? <clears throat> we can. Let me see. Yeah, see, that's normal. That, now, that's a normal dap. <laughs> Uh, if you're watching this video on YouTube, we appreciate it. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. We're on YouTube every single Thursday. Our audio episodes are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud every single Wednesday. I fuck with this song. Uh, yeah, every Wednesday, every Thursday. I'm Pete. That's Brandon. If you have a Q&A question. Thursday. Yeah, if you have a Q&A question you want to send us, to take to our Atlanta Street Q&A segment. You're going to send that to them. Make sure I say the right one this time. Social Junkie Pod. I did say that wrong. Bro. I was about to say that Oh, I one. did. And you know what's so crazy? How I realized it later. <laughs> that shit is fucking wild. See, last week I gave one of the wrong emails. So, socialjunkiepod at gmail.com. Socialjunkiepod at gmail.com. If you have a Q&A question. I think I need to check there. Let me you want to send us. Um, we hit the streets of Atlanta this past weekend. Uh, I want to give a shout out to everyone that we talked to over the weekend. Uh, shout out to the two JBs. Uh, shout out to Vo, shout out to Mira, shout out to Nani, shout out to Elise, and uh, one last dude. I didn't, I didn't. Uh, we, we just played it back. I didn't hear what you said as your name, but it sounded like it started with a D, so I'm gonna call you D. I don't know if you said Drew. Or I don't know what you said. You might have said Drew, but we're gonna call you D. What up, D? What up? We D? appreciate you participating. I wasn't talking to you, nigga. I'm saying him. Oh, okay, cool. All right, nigga. <laughs> Start being stupid early today, huh? Shout out to all you guys, man. Thank you for joining uh, the Q&A segment. We will play your interviews in the Q&A um, part of this episode towards the end, and we will have a discussion on the questions that we ask you guys. Uh, I will read some of our TikTok comments on those same questions uh, when we conduct our Q&A segment. Um, is there anything else I have? I don't think I have anything else. Hip-hop is very active right now. We got a lot of shit going on in rap. For the first time in a very long time, it seems like there's a lot of shit going on right now. We'll get to that shit in the music segment. Um, you have hip hop's reactive. Are you excited? Are hip hop's active again? Or do you not give a fuck? He's like, eh, it's not the weekend, so. That's not what I said. Would you consider the weekend hip hop? No. What the fuck? He just. He's R&B. He's, he's on a lot of hip hop songs though. He's featured on a lot of R&B. R&B. I consider him R&B. Really? Pop. Hmm. Pop star. I would still put him in that hip hop category. Pop star. I'll put him in both. Nah. Well, yeah, he is pop now, but he he's features on a lot of hip hop songs. He was on Kanye's album. Pop goes weasel. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do a podcast rundown so we can get started. We're going to start in what's trending today, guys. I'm um, going to go first this week. Uh, the music segment we'll do afterwards. Uh, sports QA segment will be to close out. I actually have some stuff for sports this week. Last week I didn't. Brandon conducted sports last week, guys. Surprisingly. What's so funny? Why are you looking you like that? You had it? a little Boston accent afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I said that. I think it's all I'm telling you, bro. What's trending music, sports, Q&A. We will close out. This will be episode 102. Again, if you hit that play button today, we appreciate you guys. Q&A appreciate questions. all of our inter- international uh, listeners as well, man. We ain't shout out people in a little bit, but we'll check in probably in a couple weeks. See where what is at. But shout out to everybody, we man. We appreciate it. Thank you guys. Shout out to you guys. Uh, I'm going to start in what's trending. Um, let me tell y'all right now. Y'all know usually I try to keep it down on like the more like fucked up serious shit. But this week I have a lot of sad news that I'll get to. So I don't want to fucking... I don't want you guys to feel down when you listen to some of the stuff, the, some of the stuff that we're talking about. But 
Um, unfortunately, I have a lot of sad news for my part of the next segment, but I won't start off with that. I'll start off <coughs> with some some exciting news. I'll start off with that. It's probably some not. exciting. It's exciting. It's probably not. Uh, the trailer, uh, the teaser trailer for uh, ATL Two has been released. It looks like um, I'll play here. Yes, ATL Two. With Ti, the whole cast, Lauren London, everybody, they're all the original characters. Um, Lauren looks good. Hi, Lauren. Teddy, Teddy's there. I wonder if he graduated high school yet. Um, Characters there. His brother that everybody said I used to look like, but I look nothing like him. Why is my hand shaking? You see my hand? I'm scared. They got the original cast. Um, everybody's saying that they think this is gonna go straight to BET. <laughs> For what I saw on Twitter. Nobody thinks that this movie is going to be a theatrical release. Everyone, what what are they going to make this about? I don't know. What happened in the last one? He got a job. He was writing the comics in a newspaper. Uh, his brother got shot, but he survived. Is Big Boy going to be in this one? That's a good question. Hit <laughs> <laughs> me, my mom was some goddamn money. It's Big Boy's character is pretty fucking funny on ATL. But yeah, the teaser trailer has been. Yeah, released. it was actually pretty funny. Um, Everybody thinks that this is not going to be a theatrical release. Everybody I thinks it's going to go straight so either, to bro. straight to DVD, straight to Blu-ray, straight to bootleg. That's what. Would, will you watch it when it comes out? I I wouldn't pay to watch it. But to be you. With you. <laughs> so, it, what, so if it came what out, possibly could that? They didn't even set nothing up last last movie. Like what what, what could it, it possibly be about? I hate when they wait so long to create another movie. Like how they did the gap between Bad Boys Two and Ti and Lala having um. Sick of saying Lala. Uh, not Lala. <laughs> Lauren uh, Lauren having kids or some shit. Come on now. Life of suburban dad. <laughs> What's it about, bro? It's gonna start the movie off him pushing a lawnmower. Nigga, the at least they're not cleaning the flows no more, nigga. He got a job now. He's out there in the cater. But, bro, like, I mean, just leave it at it. The first one was good. First a lot of people just can't leave movies alone. They just need to leave movies alone. The first one was good. First one was a classic. That's all we needed. We didn't need... Nobody... I'm pretty sure no one asked for this. No, I where is it going to go? Where is it? Where do you pitch this going? But the actual plot? I don't know. I actually have no idea. But I remember when the first one came out, everyone thought it was going to be super, like, hood ratchet. And it really wasn't. No, like, it, it, it was kind of like it. It was a good mixture of the ratchet and the family shit. It was a good mixture. I think nah. the, the first movie was was a lot better than I thought it was gonna be when it first came out, which is what two thousand six was that like fifteen years? So wow, yeah, it's fifteen years. But yeah, I hate the fucking. I hate when niggas have like such a huge gap in between movies. Like I, I really do not like that shit. But yeah, we'll see. I don't, they didn't have a release date or anything like that. They just put the teaser trailer out. Nothing about a release date, but I I will watch it. I'll say that. Fifteen years, damn. Yeah, 2006. That was 15 years ago. Yeah, so I watch it though. What do you guys think? ATL two, yay or nay? <laughs> so you're saying no? I'm saying no, bro. But you, but you will watch it. I'd watch it, but not. I wouldn't pay to watch it. So I watch- just don't know. I don't understand where the plot could go with this. I don't know. I don't think Ti's acting is gonna be as good as the first one because I think of all of Ti's movies that he's done, that might have been the best acting he's done in any movie. I thought he got killed though. Cause in Takers he got killed. killed. Shut up. What does Takers AC have to do with each other? I don't know. I just want to say something stupid. Takers just acting was oh my god. This nigga was he was trying too hard in Takers. But yeah, I think ATL and that was his first movie role. Maybe that's why. I think ATL he did a really good job in ATL. But we'll see. Yeah, ATL was his first role, right? 
yeah, let's freaking with you. We'll see. Uh, next thing I have, what is the next thing I have here? Um, oh yeah, OnlyFans. Remember last week we talked about how they put a, uh, starting in November, they will be removing explicit content from their platform. Here we go, here with the back. They have changed their mind. <laughs> OnlyFans will not be removing explicit content in October. After recently announcing that they will ban explicit content, OnlyFans is not claiming that they will suspend the policy changes for now. They put out a statement. It reads, quote, thank you to everyone for making your voices heard. We have secured assurances necessary to support our diverse creator community and have suspended the plan October 1st policy change. OnlyFans stands for inclusion and we will continue to provide a home for all creators, end quote. So in a nutshell, what they're saying is all the women that were showing their bodies and all the content creators that, you know, get paid for showing their bodies, they got mad and they have changed their mind and like i said last week i think it was like five billion dollars that OnlyFans has paid creators and i was like i bet you three of that is to the women creators that are showing their bodies which i also said i was like i mean there's a lot of people hating on them i'm not i think if they i mean if you found if you found a way to make some money more power to you i don't care but um i just think it's funny how they backtrack in less than a week i think it was a couple of days after they made the announcement i don't think it's funny i caught it out you didn't say that last week I said last week. I said probably week four. Nah, I don't remember that. They ain't gonna do that. They're not gonna change the the thing that made the platform bet that made it so big. They're not gonna do you that. That's that. not gonna go well. You and as you can like see, that. it didn't go well. You might have said something like that. I might have to go back and listen. You, you might have said something like that. I'm not. A, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but you might have said something like that. But I mean, it's yeah. good news for the for the women out there. It's good news for you guys. Keep making money. Yeah, keep making your money. And you gotta stop hating on them for doing that. I mean, if you paying for it, stop hating. Stop being a fucking. What did I say last week? The screen recording shit. <laughs> they don't have to do what that anymore no now. Oh, Remember I was like screen recorded. If you guys are, <laughs> <laughs> they have to do that no more now. But I think it was kind of funny how they did the flip flop so quick. But yeah, it makes sense what you were saying though. Like, they made a ton of money. Well, are they making more money or are they paying out more money? OnlyFans. Are they making? Are they making they more? 100%. To be a sustainable business and be as big as OnlyFans now, they'd be making more money. So if they paid out $5 billion, how much you think they made? If they're paying creators $5 billion, Probably a lot, man. Because they have to take a percentage of probably every cut that each creator gets. I, I would imagine that they're making a lot of money, man. I don't know. I don't know what number. But. Why did I think of OnlyFans? What? I said, why didn't I think of OnlyFans? You wouldn't have thought you would have thought of it, but you wouldn't have thought of it to the point of people showing their ass on it. <laughs> you never thought about it. Uh, the next thing I have before I, this is the last kind of not good news, but this is the last thing I have before we get into the more serious stuff, kind of. Uh, but it says uh, Delta CEO Delta Airlines. Uh, they're saying that unvaccinated employees will be subjected to a two hundred dollar monthly fee starting on November first. So. Starting on November 1st, um, I think, but I think there was another fucking, see how, see, okay, I'll read this. This is what the headline says for this one. Delta CEO says unvaccinated employees will be subject to a $200 monthly fee starting November 1st. See how they don't tell the whole story? See, I found another article. Delta Airlines notifies their employees about a $200 monthly increase on their health insurance premium if they are not vaccinated. See, you guys got to tell the whole story. Georgia followers. Georgia followers. No, Georgia followers puts a lot. They put a lot of uh, news out though. But 
Yeah, they didn't tell the whole story because when I first read that, um, I was thinking like, damn, these niggas got to pay two hundred dollars a month if they're not vaccinated. But it's an increase on their health insurance premium. So well, technically, if it is, it's still, it's still yeah, it's still got to pay it, right? So you still got to pay it. You got to pay monthly for insurance unless you paid it out per six months. How, how do you pay your insurance? You pay it by six months. Six months. So you, so you just that nigga. You just like, you know, I got it for six months. Go ahead, do it. Cause I'm not trying to worry about it for half a year. So you don't like paying month to month. You just like I hate that shit. No, take that six months. I'm the man. (laughs) (laughs) According to NBC News on Wednesday, the airline CEO Ed Bastain notified employees that if they are not vaccinated starting November 1st, they will start to face a $200 monthly increase on their health insurance premium. The reason behind the decision being the excessive cost it takes to cover employees who are hospitalized with the virus. Well, that makes sense. I guess that makes sense. But how many employees are actually being hospitalized for the virus that work for Delta is my question. Uh, other measures unvaccinated employees would have to face include indoor masking and weekly COVID-19 tests, which are scheduled to start September 12th. Uh, he said in the memo to CEO, the average hospital stay for COVID-19 has cost Delta $40,000 per person. Do you believe that? Yeah, I believe that. Yes, I do. I believe the COVID-19 average of people like regular people that go up. So they're saying they're saying specifically Delta is costing them $40,000 per person in Delta. They're they're Delta employees. I don't believe it. Why not? Because I don't believe that. How many how many Delta employees have caught COVID-19 and fucking these niggas? I don't believe that for some reason. I'm not saying well, they're that not that's... saying the they they're not saying the quantity of employees. They're saying it's costing them per employee forty thousand. Right, I don't believe that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't believe it. Uh, this subcharge will be necessary necessary to address the financial risk the decision to not vaccinate is creating for our company. Blah blah blah. In recent weeks, since the rise of the uh, COVID variant, all Delta employees who have been hospitalized with COVID are not fully vaccinated. So yeah, these niggas are going to increase you guys monthly premium so if you're a delta employee what do you do do you just say fuck it i'll get vaccinated or do you just say you know what i'll pay this 200 dollars monthly increase what do you do we know you know what do we know i think what's his name worth for delta but he's vaccinated though shit that's 2400 every year on insurance hmm. extra you gotta pay damn would you rather just take the covid test every week or, or do that guys it's a good question Cause every, that Delta, I mean that Delta test, that COVID test sucks. Every week. Yeah, every fucking week. Similar situation to one of our friends. Who had to do that? Oh, I guess. But pretty soon it's gonna be a, a national yeah, thing. We've been talking about this shit for a long time, guys. Pretty soon this is gonna be. This is gonna be everywhere. Employees are getting forced to do this shit in New York. Uh, I think in, is it Cali? Or is it just New? York? I know it's New York. I'm pretty. There's other states but, that are probably forced well, then, to do it. How long do you think it's gonna take for this to be like? Okay, you guys have to do it. Do you think it's what 2022? By the end of 2022, do you think, think it's gonna be a national this, thing? I think by the end of this year, if not the end of November. We'll see. Okay, we'll see. I I might agree with that, but we'll see. Um, do you guys remember a couple weeks ago we talked about um. I think it might have been the week before last. Uh, the family of the woman that was shot uh, at the Capitol. Remember that lady? She rushed the Capitol and an officer shot her. And her family is suing because they say he didn't let off a warning shot before he shot her. Oh, when she was attacking the officer and everything? 
Yeah, well, she's about to run through a door or some shit like that. Well, the officer that shot her, he has spoken. Um, he has given his side of the incident. Um, the lady's name is Ashley Babbitt. Again, she did pass away from her gunshot wound. Um, the video, there was actually a video of this one. I've heard she's inside the Capitol during the riots in January, and she tried to storm through a door, and he shot her. Um, so I'll play what he said here about his warning shot and all that. You're taught to aim for center mass. Uh, the subject was sideways, and I could not see her full motion of her hands or anything. Um, so I guess her movement, you know, caused the uh, discharge to to fall where it did. And what did you think this individual was doing at that at that moment? She was posing a threat to United States House of Representatives. Where were you aiming? You're taught to aim for center mass. I thought they would have played more than that. But yeah. Um, she was 35-year-old Air Force veteran and a Trump supporter. She tried to make her way into the lobby of the House of Representatives chamber. Uh, he fired the single shot. And it was only one shot. Let me say that. He only fired the single shot that ultimately led to her, uh, that led to Ashley's passing. Uh, he sat down with this NBC News guy to speak about his chaotic day. So yeah, he said there was no way to retreat, no other way to get out. If they went through that door, they're in the House chamber and upon the members of Congress. Um, I don't see a problem with what he said. At all. That's just my opinion. If you guys disagree with that, I mean, if you, if you disagree, you disagree. But I don't see a problem with that. If you've seen the video, she was, like, running towards him to get through that door that he's speaking of. So, um, I don't see a problem with what he did. I mean, he was doing his job. If he says that, if he says and he was there that she was posing a threat, I'm going to take his word for it. That's just me. That's my opinion. I second that. Oh, you don't have anything else to add? That's it? No, I don't, to be honest with you. I really don't, bro. Well, that's my opinion on you guys. I mean, we talked about this shit a long time ago. Like, how different this shit would have been if it was people of color, but... Yeah, like, I'm not... I don't think a lot of people are going to admit that. Yeah, I just... I don't really feel like echoing on... You know, echoing it even further is going to ingrain into the people... That who don't understand it already in, into their heads I don't think it's gonna do anything so do you think her family wins that lawsuit mm. this is a black officer she's a white woman I think it's gonna settle so should she but should they get money for the, for her no, being no. somewhere that she shouldn't be no I'm not saying that no hell no I'm not, I'm not saying that Given the situation where you just presented, black yeah. officer and a Caucasian woman, no, nah, they're gonna settle. They're gonna settle. Sadly, I can see that happening. So, sadly, I can see that. Um, President Biden he made an address today um, about the nation ending the war in Afghanistan. Um, I'm gonna play what he said in a second. Let me play it. This was a, I think this was a few I hours ago. I take responsibility for the decision. Now, some say. We should have started mass evacuation sooner. And couldn't this have been done, have been done in a more orderly manner? I respectfully disagree. Imagine if we've begun evacuations in June or July, bringing in thousands of American troops and evacuating more than 120,000 people in the middle of a civil war. I take risk. The fact is, Everything had changed. My predecessor had made a deal with the Taliban. 
when I came into office, we faced a deadline, May 1. The Taliban onslaught was coming. We faced one of two choices. Follow the agreement of the previous administration and extend it to have, or extend, to have more time for people to get out. The fact... So this was in response to his decision um, to remove troops and officially ending, um, it says, the decade-long war in Afghanistan. Um, I saw something earlier. I, I don't see it on here, but I think he said something along the lines of, I'm not going to send more, another generation of American troops over to fight a war that should have ended a long time ago. Um, did, did you have anything about that? About this? Mm -mm. I don't know if you did. Okay. Um, how do you feel about that? <clears throat> I mean, it's true. I mean... Essentially, a war that really wasn't really meant to be fought, you know. For we, this long. When was that? 2002 kind of started? Yeah, 2002. So almost 20 years. Well, I mean, I think a declaration was given in 2001, was it not? Well, September 11 happened towards the end of the year. So, yeah, it might have been. It might have the been. declaration then maybe took place early in that year. So, okay, fine. So. so it's been about 20 years. About 20 years. And do you feel like there's been any progress made in 20 years? <laughs> no. I don't know. I feel, exactly <laughs> I feel the exact same way. Absolutely not. There was only one person to oppose it, and I don't think that we should have been there in the first place, but a lot of people were angry at the time about how that kind of stuff tore our country apart and how many so many Americans could have died, but I think, I don't know. During that During that time for a declaration to be, you know, to be put forward so I think and I think other motives were in the air about us going over there I don't think it's just that of course and probably other people say that so I don't think all the sacrifices and all that kind of stuff was worth it so the two biggest things Biden has done in office would be potentially this and the student loan he's I, I didn't have I didn't screenshot the student loan thing but I saw this like I don't know what is it? Maybe like a hundred thousand people or something like that that have been that have loan forgiveness. I might be yeah. wrong about the number. It probably it probably is like a hundred thousand or something like that. Probably but yeah, is. I think the number is pretty significant. So, um, I don't. We haven't really seen a lot of Biden like that because he's not very vocal like how Donald Trump was, like always talking or saying something stupid. But these two things here, I will give him kudos for. I'm not. I'm not like. You know, when we when we had to come to the decision because I saw somebody tweeting a while ago. They were like. We we picked the wrong president again when they were, and I'm just like, so what? You wanted Trump to be in office again, which, like we said a long time ago, like it was a what the lesser of the two evils you used to say all the time. Lesser of two evils, yeah. We had a decision to make uh, for the lesser of the two evils, but I do think, and Donald Trump said that. Um, what did he just say? He just said something like, I think it might have been the Taliban stuff wouldn't have happened if he was still president. Yeah, because so the deal that they struck with the Taliban was to, in order to, the deadline was May 1st for them to evacuate. Mm -hmm. And he essentially didn't agree to those terms and let it stay out a little further so that way they can get out people, a lot more people and pull them out. But people are going against Biden and saying that he shouldn't have did that. They should have just pulled out at that time and honor, they, that he didn't honor that agreement because he didn't like the Trump administration. So a lot of people saying that. So... All, if, all in all, I don't really think that, I don't think that we even should have been there up until that point. Up until this point, we should have been left. What, what do What do we need to further be there for? You know, I'm not a military person. You know, granted, so many people have served and 
lost their lives over this kind of thing. I would want to know what they think. So maybe whoever, if somebody's in the surface, they they listen to this podcast. Maybe they could shoot us an email and or shoot us a comment and ask us tell tell us what you think. I think we do have listeners on that side of the world. I'm not yeah. sure if it's specifically Afghanistan, but they're yeah. somewhere close to it. We do. Have I just I just don't think it was there for beneficial, like for um for for us. In what way? You know, we lost soldiers and good people, military people, and for unnecessary reason. So. I just and I don't this, know. And all this is in the um this is in the midst of um last week's airport explosion. Is it Kabul how you Kabul, pronounce it? Yeah. The Kabul airport. Um last week says according to reports an explosion um was reported outside of um I don't know how to say this airport. Hamid Karzai Airport in Kabul, Afghanistan. The blast is said to have occurred just outside of an entry point to the airport and is believed to be a suicide attack. Um it says the Pentagon then confirmed that three, I'm sorry, 13 U.S. service members died and 14 others U.S. service members were injured in the attack on the airport. A total of 60 people lost their lives and at least 140 were injured. So all this stuff that Biden is talking about now is in the wake of all that happening. I think that was last week, correct? That was last week, wasn't it? I thought it was like two weeks ago. Could have been. I'm not sure. Cause I, I thought I thought I'm pretty sure I would have talked about it if it was last week. But yeah. Um. So yeah. Rest in peace, to everyone that lost their lives. I have a yeah. lot of rest in peace to give out in a second. Rest but peace. yeah. Um. So yeah. All that. All that shit is going on, in the fucking with uh, us in Afghanistan right now. Um. Like I said, I kind I agree with Biden's decision, just like Brandon said, because it's like, what is what are we doing at this point? Agree. Like, what are I, we doing just, at this point? I don't even know. I mean, I get emotions were high. When you think about that time that the declaration for war was given, emotion was high. They attacked the World Trade Center. All that stuff was going on. But I think there was a, another ulterior motive to declaring war, and I, I don't think it was just that. You Do know? you believe some of the inside job theories about 9-11? I haven't really read up on all that, to be honest, because that should be making me paranoid. Because there's like a lot of videos that I've seen like of the years explosion ago going on. of the explosion happening before the plane hit. Like they got slow motion videos. Of, and this was years ago, so I haven't seen these videos in a long time. But like you can see like the building kind of blowing up right before the plane hits, which I don't know about all this shit, man. But of course, there's a whole bunch of conspiracy theories behind 9-11 and all that type of stuff. But will we ever know? No. <laughs> we'll never know. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, part of me is just like... I don't like doing conspiracy theories about stuff about people's families dying. That's what I don't like. I don't like trying to do that type of shit. If it's like like old conspiracy theories we talked about, like that Mandela effect type shit, like that's the type of shit that's like interesting. But yeah, because if you're messing with people, disrespectful. yeah, if you're if you're if you're making a conspiracy theory theory behind people's families getting killed, then that's when I'm like, okay. But I but I did I have watched those videos a long time ago, so I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what to believe about that type of stuff. But uh, well, you want you want to say something? No, just. I don't really know. I, I I would really like to probably, I'd really like to hear what somebody in this service would probably say. Somebody who served in the wars and who's in the military and served and see. Well, what there's a think. guy we could call. I'm not gonna call him right now though. Ooh. Earl. Yeah. We could call. Earl. But he's gonna be talking for like 30 minutes. So <laughs> maybe we'll say that for next week. He's going to be talking for a minute. Uh, all right. Um, I also want to uh, send uh, condolences and prayers to everyone. In New Orleans, uh, everyone has been, not even just in New Orleans, everyone has been affected by Hurricane Ida. It made um, landfall in New Orleans a couple of days ago and it entered um, from the Gulf Coast as a Category 4 storm. Uh, it says on Sunday, uh, we're getting some rain from uh, here in Georgia, actually, from Hurricane Ida right now. Uh, I saw a video on Twitter of somebody's ceiling collapsing from the um, 
from the accumulation of all the rain in their house. And fucking, um, one, I think it was a girl's daughter. She was under the, the fucking the ceiling. And she was trying to see the roof. And her mom was like, you need to move out of the way because it's going to fall. And she literally just moved out of the way like five seconds before the whole ceiling collapsed. So the shit would have collapsed on her. Damn. But they put it on video. So yeah, everyone that's dealing with that and whose homes have been affected and um, anything, homes, cars, if you lost anybody, anybody anything that's happened um in this in the wake of Hurricane Ida, I want to send prayers and uh, condolences out to everyone that's been affected, man, with this fucking hurricane. Um, This is the first time, of course, New Orleans has had, uh, would you consider this a major storm? Mm, what did Katrina hit at? Cat 5, yeah. Did Katrina cat four, hit as a yeah. Cat 5? No. Was Katrina? I think That's Katrina right. was... Oh, yes. Says it was a large Category 5 earthquake that caused over 1,800... And this deaths. is a Cat 4. Yes. So, Cat 5 is what? 180 to 200 miles per hour? Um, let me see. Category 5... Uh, 158 miles per hour wind. That's what it says. Damn, I thought Cat 4 was 150. I don't play around with hurricanes. Like, there's a lot of people that, you know, I'm from South Florida. There's a lot of people, like, people are just so used to hurricanes, like, they don't leave. And I think maybe people in New Orleans may be the same way. Like, they're just like, we'll be okay. And it's so crazy that this was almost around the... When was, what day was Sunday? Sunday was the 29th. August 29th. Yeah. Um, It was around the same time. Literally in 2005, August 23rd to August 31st. Damn. It was around the same fucking time. That is fucking crazy. How many years ago was that? If what is it, sixteen years ago? Yeah. So again, I want to give prayers out to everyone that is affected by Hurricane Ida. Um, yeah, I don't play around hurricanes, and I think people should start taking hurricanes more seriously. If you don't have nowhere to go, then that's a different story. But if you have like family in another state where you can actually be safe somewhere, then I think people should start doing that. Even people that I know in Florida. Yeah. Because my family, like, we're right by the beach. Like, it's a fifteen minute walk to the beach. Like, the beach is right there. So. But people, people just always been like that, bro. Yeah. Well, hope people everybody stays safe out there, man. I just, I mean, it's kind of really passed through by now, but yeah, now it's just pretty much just rain left rain. over. So I, I know it's pretty traumatic to fucking, to lose your home and lose all yeah. your belongings, lose people that you love, you know, so. Because the easy thing to say is like, well, they have insurance. A lot of people's insurance isn't what you think it is to where it's going to cover Insurance doesn't replace people, yeah. so. Yeah, it doesn't replace people or sometimes it doesn't replace, you know, cherishable belongings so that's what you got to take into effect all right so this is where shit is about to take oh this shit's gonna be fucked up these last two things i have but i saw this article the other day and it it really hit me it, it hit me really hard because i was because i was thinking if i was in this situation um so this situation happened in miami florida um i don't know what day this was but i'm assuming it was last week um but a young father was shot and killed uh while protecting his baby in a miami beach restaurant um, the story goes, I'll read this here, 21-year-old Dustin Wakefield and his family were on vacation in South Florida when a man came into the South Beach restaurant where they had been eating and pointed a gun at his one-year-old son. When the young dad stood up to protect his son, putting himself between the gunman and his baby, he told the gunman he's only a boy. The suspect then shot him multiple times and killed him. The man who shot him later told the police he did it because he was high on mushrooms. Um, so yeah. This kid lost his life. I have another article here, but I think it's pretty much saying the same thing. And he, he's from Norcross. He's from here in Georgia. I did not know that until... No, wait. The guy that shot him is from Norcross. Um, Tamarius Blair David Jr. He is from here in Norcross. Uh, he's 22 years old. Um, he says, on Tuesday night, he did it because he was high on mushrooms, which made him feel empowered. 
Um, I think uh, from the video, I don't remember exactly, but um, he ran into the middle of the road. He threw the gun down when the police were rushing him. Um, they did not shoot him. He is a black man. Um, he's a black man. The, the one that was killed is a Caucasian male. Let me say that. Um, they did not shoot him. Um, they actually went up to him. They put his hands behind his back, and he screamed to them. He's like, I did it, I did it, I did it. He told the police he was pretty much confessing that he did it. And again, like I said, it's because he was high on, on shrooms. This is what he said. And now this one-year-old kid does not have a father. He has no father. And I'm thinking if I was in this situation, because I have a one-year-old son. I have a two-year-old and a one-year-old. I'm thinking if I was in this situation, I mean, you, you as a father, you'd have to do the exact same thing. And thank God... It's fucked up that uh, this kid, Dustin Wakefield, lost his life, but thank God he didn't shoot him and then shoot the baby afterwards. Thank God that didn't happen, because he could have done that. He could have just shot the dad and then shot the baby, but he didn't do that. And for the last words to be, he's only a boy, that, that's really fucked up. But like I said, this hit me because, you know, I'm thinking about me and my kid, but as a father, you literally have to do... I mean, this is just me. I don't know I don't know what you guys would think, any other, any other fathers out there, but me, I'd have to do the exact same thing. Agree? You agree with me? I would agree. I know you would. But yeah, so I want to say rest in peace to Dustin Wakefield. Um, condolences and prayers out to his family. Um, there's a picture here of him and his girlfriend and the kid. Um, so yeah, I want to say rest in peace to him, man, because that is really traumatic and fucked up. <clears throat> That's really fucked up that this young boy is going to grow up without a father. Um, they didn't really say what's going to happen to this guy, but I'm assuming he will be, hopefully he is in jail for the rest of his life, if not worse. You know what? This may be an instance... Why I agree with Brandon when he used to say a long time ago, like, death is the only option for you. This may be an instance where I, I'd say that. Because you pointed a, ba a gun at a fucking baby and then killed his fucking dad in front of him. So I may agree with that. I may agree with that. So again, uh, rest in peace to Dustin Wakefield. And this is the last thing I had before I let Brandon go. Um, this was I saw this actually before this Miami article. Um, in East, an East St. Louis community, they have come together after the passing of five children during an apartment fire and these five children are our brothers and sisters people um i'm not going to read this whole thing here i'll give the ages uh nine eight four and two uh, and there's twins so two of them are eight one of them's nine one of them's four one of them is two the thing i saw the the, the first time i saw this on facebook um the mom was actually standing in front of all five of the caskets. I don't know if you guys seen this on Facebook or anywhere on social media, and the caskets have all of their pictures on it. So the last thing I want to say, um, the lady's name is Sabrina Dunnigan. I want to send prayers, strength, condolences, everything, every ounce of strength that can be sent to this woman, I want to send to Sabrina Dunnigan with all seriousness, bro. This happened on uh, August 6th, an apartment fire. She lost all five of her babies, people, all five of them. And we talk about, you know, kind of stuff like this all the time. And I try not to have articles like this all the time because I know it can be really depressing. But when kids are involved and, you know, it hits me a certain way because I have kids, this is why I put this in this um, this article. But in all seriousness, I want to send all prayers and condolences to Sabrina Dunnigan because God only knows. Because it's like, what do you do after that? Like, what do you do if you lose all five of your babies? Like, what? Like, what? And, you know, people say not to question God, but it's like, what the fuck can you possibly do when you lose five of your babies? That's, I don't know, man. That's where I'll leave it. But I want to say rest in peace to everybody that rest I just said, peace. man. Rest in peace to everybody that's affected by Hurricane Ida, the airport bombing. Uh, what's this guy's name? Um, I have it right here in my bed. Um, Dustin. Dustin Wakefield. And rest in peace to all of Sabrina Dunnigan's five babies, man. That's fucking horrific. That's, that's terrible. So hopefully, Brian, you're going to lead on the lighter note, correct? Uh, well, 
starting off, we have a couple messed up stuff, but we'll we'll end okay. off on a. Good We're gonna. And if if you're listening for the first time, our episodes are not always like this, people. It's, it's not. And like I said, I try to steer away from that type of stuff. But those two articles really hit me the most. About At the end of the day, this is what life is. It's, it's not, yeah, it's it's not, real life it's not candy. It's not sugar plums. It's not. It's, it's not what it is. Yeah. So if that's what you look for, this probably is not a podcast. To be honest with you, but it's just <clears> really what's that happening out here in this world. Yeah. So unfortunately, and we're just sharing that. And, let you know and hopefully you take it as be grateful for what you have right now. So I'm pretty sure she doesn't want to be standing in front of five caskets. <clears throat> yeah. Or a kid doesn't want to grow up without a father. So Facts. Um other news. Hey bro, I like you, bro. I like you, bro. My next Oh, I almost teared up, bro. Awesome real shit. Go ahead. Um Dylan Roof for our those of you guys who don't know, he is the um the church massacre. Church, church, uh, church massacre. Um, he was sentenced to death. Um, after the 2015, what? yeah, Damn. he was sentenced to the death penalty. They handed it down. I think what, what as of was August in? 25th. What, um, what state was that in? This was the guy that killed like 12 people Richmond, in the church. Virginia. Yes, he killed the 12 uh, people in church. So he was sentenced to death for that 2015 racist slayings of the members of Black South Carolina congregation. Saying the legal record cannot even capture the full horror of what he did. So it was a unanimous three-judge panel of the Fourth uh, Circuit Court of, of Appeals in Richmond rejected arguments that the young white man should have been ruled incompetent to stand trial in the shootings of <clears throat> shootings at the church. So he's you know he is for for a lot of you that don't remember uh, he basically. Um, he opened fire during the closing prayer of a Bible study at church, raining down dozens of bullets on those uh, assembled. He was 21 at a time. Um, I think uh, people among that who he uh, killed were, um, it doesn't list in this particular article. I believe it was one child and a couple females and a male. But it was 12 people in total. So, um, his attorneys, other, under, uh, the presence of, I guess, mental health is what their defense was. So, quote-unquote, under the delusion, his attorneys argued that he would be rescued from prison by white nationalists, but only bizarrely if he kept his mental impairments out of the public record. So, pretty much, they wanted to go off of the mental impairment kind of a trial. But Yeah, because what else were they going to say? Well, they can't say anything else, right? So, he's been sentenced to death. I don't know. I guess they have yet to set a... You know, date for that to happen. So it's lethal injection. Probably by lethal injection. That's the only way I think they do it now. They don't do any of the other stuff, like hanging, all that kind of stuff. They don't do that anymore. So I agree with that decision. Hanging. That was a long time ago. Or the fucking electric chair. Electric chair. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, definitely electric chair. Yeah. Well, I agree with their decision. Wait, they? No, I think Texas is the last place to do electric chair. Electric chair. Yeah. I think it was. All right. I agree with that decision. Yeah. So, uh, as P touched on, Ida, you know, just two came, two days after the hurricane slammed into Louisiana, um, everybody, you know, there's, there's been a lot of images cir- circling around or da- damages. I showed, I sent P this video the other day, man. Of, yeah, that shit was fucking crazy. Of how, how fast and how quick the winds, you know, were picking up as far as that time. And it was just, it's just crazy to see. Hurricanes and on the fuck with, boy. Yeah, and we didn't really, me growing up in New York, I didn't really experience that too much. We didn't really, 
hurricanes and stuff like that. It was more so like blackouts and stuff like that. It wasn't I think the like, major hurricane I dealt with in Florida was Hurricane Andrew, but I was too young to really remember it. Yeah. I don't remember what year. Let me see what year Hurricane Andrew was. Yeah. But that was a big one. Hurricane Andrew was a big one in Florida yeah. at that time. Yeah, I didn't really have to deal with hurricanes as much as I think about it down here. Or tornadoes and stuff like that. So, I don't really know much. That was a Category what. 5. Hurricane, Hurricane Andrew? Andrew? Oh, yeah. I was just born. I was just born. Never mind. I yeah. was just born. So, so, that was 92. Prayers out to y'all. To, to, to people who've been displaced or lost their lives. Um, Something positive. We'll go forward from here. Um... Uh, Houston mattress, uh, Houston's uh, store, uh, the business, Houston's mattress Mac and Lakewood Church opened doors to Hurricane Ida refugees and send truckloads of supplies. So, in the wake of the devastating toll on New Orleans, uh, Houstonians are stepping yeah. up in a big way to help relief efforts with the collection drives as well as places for the displaced to stay. So they're picking up. They're giving it on, you know. Uh, Sending food trucks and uh, sending not food trucks but food supplies and whatnot to collect goods and um, from a warehouse and just this you know disperse the the relief supplies to the people who have been displaced. You said this was in Lakewood, Texas. No, no, it's in it's a uh, yeah it's Lakewood. Lakewood Church Open Doors Lakewood Church and another business is called uh, Houston's Mac, Mattress Mac. So it's a yeah church out in Lakewood I guess Lakewood Church whatever if that's what. That's what I'm trying to figure out because that's they're sending it to that. That's Joe Osteen shit. Is it? I know his church is in Lakewood. That's why I was. That's why I was asking. Uh, I don't know. It, did, it didn't say anything about Joe Osteen here. Because that's why when you said Lakewood Church, that's the first person I thought of Joe Osteen. Because <clears throat> remember they gave Joe Osteen flack with that hurricane in Texas and he didn't let people go in there. Yeah. Man. That's what this reminded me of. It says yeah. It says Houston's Lakewood Church. Hmm. You think it's? it's I don't that? think it has anything to do with him though, because I'm pretty sure his name his name would have been in there. Uh, for sure. Yeah, it is. Oh, it is. It is. I okay. just seen it. Yeah. Okay, okay. So it is. So yeah, Joe Osteen, we appreciate it. Thank you for um, redeeming yourself. I guess better it might late be than the ever. only reason why because of what happened last time. Honestly, to be but honest, hopefully it's not. Hopefully he's genuinely doing this out of the yeah. Hopefully he's yeah. doing this genuinely out of his the bottom of his heart. But yeah. I don't know. But um, what hurricane was that? That was in Houston. I can't remember what hurricane that was. I can't remember that one. These hurricanes, Harvey? boy. No, this nigga thinking of James Harden. No, Harvey. Harvey. Oh, Harvey. I thought you said uh, Harden. I was like, this nigga thinking that he's... Was it Harvey? Uh, yes, or... it was. Hurricane Harvey. Good job. Category 4. Yeah. Yes. So, Bro, yeah. just looking at the Doppler of how hurricanes look, them shows look fucking crazy. Yeah. Would you rather deal with a hurricane or a tornado? I don't know how both are, so I don't really know. I'm picking hurricane. So but hurricanes spawn worse. off tornadoes. They spawn tornadoes when they hit land sometimes, but... If like if like if I'm saying like if I yeah because the tornado when that shit comes by you know yeah I rather deal with a hurricane bro because hurricane is like rain and strong wind yeah I'm I'm picking a hurricane over a tornado any day. I used to be really afraid of tornadoes. Like when I was a kid, like every time I see it because I saw one one time a long time ago. So after that, fucking every time I would it looked like it's about to rain, I would think it's fit to be a fucking tornado. So I used oh, to be yeah, like, oh probably shit, trip me out. Yeah, because I, I only saw a tornado one time a long time ago. Yeah. It was far as fuck away, but I still saw it. But yeah, like I said, so good on the businesses helping out, the people helping out for you know, helping the people who are displaced out. You know, people um, who need the supplies and who are displaced. So I, I'm pretty sure they appreciate it, and a lot of other people look at this as a, good, a kind notion. Hopefully, hopefully you're doing this out of kindness of your heart, which I would grant it. You probably are. Um, I have some couple. We'll end on a good note here. A billionaire CEO. 
gave a hermit, well, an ousted hermit, 180000 to rebuild his cabin after it burned down. What the fuck is a hermit? I have no idea why they're calling hermit him a hermit. Cry? I don't know. A self-proclaimed hermit who became unintentionally famous after losing his home to a fire is getting um, donations thanks to a GoFundMe co- campaign uh, thanks to a philanthropist. 81-year-old uh, River Dave, whose real name is David Lin- Linstone, Lidstone has been living, has been living off the uh, off the grid in the same secluded New Hampshire, New Hampshire location for almost three decades. He didn't. Oh, I do remember this part. Yeah, I have the definition of a hermit for those wondering. Go ahead. It is a person living in solitude as a religious discipline. I don't know if he's doing that, but so it said, he says it said what you just said. He's living in solitude or some shit like that. Yeah, he's living by himself. But that's the definition of it. Yeah. So. I, I read about the story a while ago, but I didn't think that anybody was going to give him money or anything like that. So, he was living on a piece of land, and the owner wanted him off because he didn't know that he was living on his land. So, after a legal battle, I guess the judge ordered that, you know, he, he be gone. You know, that he leave and get off the land, which is rightfully so because, you know, it's not his land to live on. It's not his land to live on. And um, he got donations, and they're going to, you know, allow him to... They're gonna build a house with the money that he's using for the the GoFundMe. Um, so, so he must be like homeless. Yeah, I guess he. I guess he just stayed in that area. I don't know how he even got there and how he built a house, but I don't know. He just built a house on somebody's land. Apparently, bro. Quote unquote. What is he? <laughs> what he's saying is that he got permission from like the previous owners of the land, but they can't verify that. And mm. even so, the new owner, not even new, the person who owns it now, yeah, like, want him want him to leave. So, well, there, you know, he's gonna build a house. So, what would you would you make him leave? If he wasn't in the way or anything, in, in anything, and not causing any harm or anything like that, no, I probably wouldn't. To be honest with you, I think I'd have to gauge him. Like I'd have to talk to him and kind of see where his head is at to see if yeah. I think he's a good person. But if he ain't been bothering nobody for thirty years and he's not doing anything to me, he's not obstructing anything or like that, I'd probably just let him be, man. To be honest with you, I mean, what what is seventy three acres? You know, seventy three acres that's is a oh, that's a lot of land. You know, that's a lot of land. What's like two or three to to this dude here? You know? Yeah, that's true. I still have a conversation with him. If he's on my land, I'd be like, "What's up, bro? What's your name?" Have a conversation with him. So yeah, now they're gonna. So his house that he's living in now, it's gonna be gone. It uh, apparently it was a house fire, so it burned down. So whatever house he built there on that guy's land, it burnt down. Somebody burnt that bitch down. They said that it could be arson, but more likely it was accidental after they did that investigation. So, uh, but guess. it could be on purpose. Uh, I guess. So, uh, this last article I have here, um, the end of Alzheimer's. Could be. Mm. Clinical trials of a new uh, precision or functional medicine approach to targeting and reversing uh, the cognitive decline from Alzheimer's has produced unprecedented unprecedented and far-reaching results. So, the drug is called MEND, Metabolic Enhancement for Neurodegeneration. Uh It's based off... um, Rather than focusing on the symptoms and diagnosing the symptoms and trying to cure the symptoms of it, it's getting to the main stem of what causes it. So it's treating the actual cause of Alzheimer's instead of just the symptoms after you get it, you know, post-diagnosis, right? So, and it's been having um, good results. So he's, um, he's, it was developed by Dr. Dale Bredesen, Bredesen, Bredesen. 
Bretson, an internationally renowned expert in neurodegenerative uh, uh, disease, works to fix and fortify underlying biochemicals bio, uh, profiles that give rise to the disease Alzheimer's, rather than simply tar targeting it. So that's a pretty big breakthrough, man, if they can release this out to the market and do all that kind of stuff. But It is, I agree. How long do you think... Um how long do you think that is possible that we have a disease to every major, not a disease, a cure to every major disease, if it's possible? If you had to give an estimate time, how long do you think it would take? We're talking including the coronavirus? Do you want to say that? Corona, cancer, Alzheimer's, HIV, AIDS? Well, I'm going to say just as a recent, I'd probably say about probably the span of a decade. And that's being that's being that's, that's being generous, yeah. That's being generous. Yeah, I was just gonna because that. that's that's saying into consideration that they don't have already have a cure. And what I'm saying they is they, they that do. they do. So that that's why I'm, I'm not saying, saying they have a cure to every type of cancer, but I do think there is cures that that can either not cure cancer all the way, but definitely slow. Yeah, slow. Yeah, slow that shit down and fucking. Which people say, people oh, that's have. chemotherapy. Nah, it's probably other stuff that they have there. You thinking about that they can... Thinking about people coming up with a cure for a coronavirus and the variant in less than a year? Come on now. Who was that we were talking about? About Magic Johnson? The other day? Who was that? Oh, it was Jonathan. You <laughs> Do you think Magic Johnson got the cure? Yeah, he got the cure. How much you, th how much you think he had to pay? Probably pay with his life. <laughs> Soul to soul. I'm not you see that shit that I was with um, Magic Johnson talking about fucking people in the office and shit? Oh, yeah, I remember. I didn't know he was on that type of shit. God damn. Who was being these bitches now? Snake of Magic Johnson. I was like, wasn't he married at the time? He was, but didn't you say his wife forgave him? She forgave him when she found out he had it. When he got AIDS. But or HIV, not AIDS. I shouldn't say AIDS. HIV. That's probably why he got it. He was fucking around so much. Yeah, yeah. He, he said that. He was fucking around a lot. So. He definitely said that. But... Yeah, I do think he got a cure too. I think so. Tell us why is it just him though? He wasn't as rich as he is now back then. Powerful friends. Mm, he was in L.A. He did have a lot of powerful friends back then. Probably still does. He definitely does. If more, Magic Johnson's the man. I fuck with Magic Johnson. So that's all the good articles I have for today. Oh, Some of them shit. good. Some of them good. You know, not all of them, but that's it. That's all I have for today. Oh, that's all I got. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So that's all we got for what's trending, guys. We're about to hit an hour, so we're going to get into music, uh, sports real quick, and then the Q&A segment. Um, so the first thing I have for music, uh, it has been announced that uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller album is now, um, <laughs> is already the fucking highest selling album in history. Um, that shit is now 34 times platinum. <laughs> all right, how's the album 34 times platinum? Michael Jackson's Thriller is now certified 34 times platinum. It is the highest certified album by a solo artist, I should say that. Maybe the Beatles have something higher than that, which would be fucking wow. crazy. That's fucking insane. Wow. Yeah, shout out Michael Jackson, man. Rest in peace, Michael Jackson. Thriller, 30, that... 34 times platinum. <laughs> That's fucking That's insane. wild. Some niggas can't even go one time platinum. <laughs> Your favorite artist can't even go one time platinum. Lil Pump and then What happened to Lil Pump? Same thing J. Cole said. What you mean? You don't like J. Cole. No, I don't like J. Cole. Nah, you do be saying that. Yeah, shout out Michael Jackson, man. Rest in peace, Michael Jackson. The song I played earlier, Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar's Family Ties. They are cousins, for those that don't know. 
that is Baby Keem's single. Uh, Kendrick Lamar has returned. We talked about last week how he penned out that letter um, saying that this is going to be his, uh, his upcoming album. is going to be his last album with TDE. Uh, Kendrick sounded good. Yeah, he was going to sounded good. He sounded hungry. The flow switch. When I, I didn't, first I didn't think. It, yeah, I didn't think. When it I would first, be I was like, whoa, what the fuck is this nigga doing? But listening to it a couple times, Kendrick did his thing. Yeah. Kendrick did his thing. So you, are you on board that we're going to get a Kendrick album before the end of the year? Well, I mean, he did say he's the Omega. <laughs> nigga, who thinks of that? I am the Omega. Who thinks this? No, I don't think anybody's ever said that in rap. Who's ever said I'm the Omega? Maybe Nas. But I don't even think Nas did. Like that—that's a fucking word, nigga. Shout out to Kendrick Lamar, man. I'm excited. I'm excited for this nigga to come back because I do think, like I said last week, every time Kendrick drops an album, it is a fucking masterpiece. So if I think it sounds like that, bro. You know what? I don't, I'm not worried. Kendrick is probably the last person I'd ever worry about making a yeah. A good when album. album, I agree. When an album. When I it comes to albums, you don't have to worry about this, nigga. It's good. To Kendrick be. delivers consistently for that past couple for all his albums. Projects, man. Out of the top three, Kendrick, because I got a picture of them just sitting right here. Kendrick, Drake, and Cole. Kendrick has the best albums. Yeah. For a fact. Yeah. And then I would put Drake second. I'd put Cole last, honestly. Mm, yeah, I would agree with that. I'd put Cole last. Yeah. As far as like complete albums. Because Drake maybe have, may have like. Drake has two classic albums to me. Cole has one. Kendrick has three, four. All his albums you can consider classic, even Section 8. Can't, uh, Section 80, what was it? Good Kid, Mad City. Does Chris like Kendrick? Yes, he, he fucks with Kendrick. He fucks with Kendrick. He doesn't like Drake. Uh, Baby Keem said in the song, he's uh, Kendrick said, smoking on top five, stop playing, I'm that guy. Baby Keem said, number two, DMing my bitch. That's cool. I don't ask why. Uh, we are assuming that Baby Keem thinks Kendrick is number one rapper, so number two would be Cole or Drake. And I don't think J. Cole will be DMing J. Cole's a good guy. He's not going to DM somebody's bitch, would he? <laughs> With all the shit Drake has done, it's Drake. Drake is DMing Baby King's bitch. And Damn, why she got to be all that? That's my bitch, nigga. That's my bitch. I'm not calling her bitch. I'm just saying, you know, that's what we say. That's what we say in the streets. Nigga, you ain't from the streets? It's like his color. He said what? Like that color. Not that car. What is that, a Ferrari? Pangali. It's a what? Pangali. Yeah, fuck with that shit. Brandon's showing me a car. Yeah, fuck with that shit. How much is that car? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Too much for you, pal. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny. Uh, but yeah, Kendrick sounds good. Kendrick's back. Uh, I do think we'll get a Kendrick album before the end of the year. Like I said last year, we have never had a year where Kendrick, Drake, and J. Cole all released an album in the same year. So this could be the first year that we've ever gotten that. Um, so yeah, shout out to Kendrick, man. I'm excited to see what he does. Um, I do think, I do think this will be better than his other albums, Kendrick's. We'll probably talk about this when his album's announced. But do you think that this could potentially be his best album? Would it be in the last album on TD? No, I'm not gonna say this is gonna be his best album. Best thus I don't far, think best thus far. But this he's not done with music, so I don't think I he think can. he's going to. He, you can't. Nah, you gotta be careful what you're saying. I was gonna say I don't think he can make another album that's better than Good Kid, Mad City. I don't think he can. I but can you, think. Well, we've consistently seen him get better and better. He's the only one that does that. But damn, and Tipper Butterfly, I wouldn't say they're better than Good Kid. But they are great classic albums. I'm saying that they are classic albums, but I'm not. Good Kid, Mad City is still his best album to me, overall. Usually, fan. somebody's first project, first two projects would be pretty good. You said what? Usually, somebody's first two projects, first project would be good. Not cold. 
because he fucking put it all on Friday Night Lights. I mean, Friday Night Lights was supposed to be his first album. It was all those songs that were on Friday Night Lights that was supposed to be J. Cole's first album. And then he had to remake the album all over again, and then we got Cold World of Sideline Story, which, was, which wasn't a bad album, but it wasn't what he wanted it to be and what fans... Well, a lot of people like the album, but yeah. Shout out to Kendrick, man. Um, next thing I have, uh, after long... After this fucking... How long have I been waiting for this shit? Two, Two months? 2.6 million. For that car? Mm-hmm. After a long wait, Donda by Kanye West has finally been released on streaming platforms. It was released, I think, on... Saturday? Was it Friday? Friday morning? No, it wasn't Friday. It was supposed to be Friday. But I, no. It's Friday morning? I don't fucking remember. It wasn't Friday. No? It might have been. Oh, Saturday morning? It might have been Saturday morning. Yeah, it was, yeah, like it was Saturday. Saturday yeah, it was Saturday at 8 a.m. Yeah. It came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for those that haven't listened to it, this is a very long album. Um, It is 27 total songs. The time length is an hour and 49 minutes. This is one of the longest albums that I can remember. This is ha- This has to be his longest album. It is very feature heavy. Uh, you got Jay Z on there, Vori, uh, Playboy Cardi, Fabio Foreign, Lil Baby, The Weeknd, Travis Scott, Baby Keem, Lil Dirk, Lil Yachty, uh, Thug, Don Tolliver, Kid Cudi, Ariana Grande. I didn't hear her. Kanye the Machine, Kanye, Conway the Machine, West Side Gun, The Locks, J Electronica, Swiss Beats. Why does it say Chris Brown? Is Chris Brown on there? I thought Chris Brown was mad at this nigga, but I'll get to that in a second. Uh, Pop Smoke, Roddy Rich. Uh, I think the baby was put on there at the last minute. Uh, this is a very long album, but later after the album was released, Kanye put up on his Instagram. He put, um, "quote Universal put my album out without my approval, and they blocked Jail Two, which is a song with the baby for being on my album. But that song has since been put on the album. Um, so he's saying that the album was put out without his permission. I don't know if I believe that or not, but this is what he's saying. But if he is telling the truth, it's like, damn, Kanye, what the fuck are you waiting so fucking long for? Put the shit out. If he's telling the truth and the album was put out without his approval, what the fuck was he waiting on? Drake's day? Probably. Could be. Could be. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I didn't listen to it. I know probably not. I don't really care. All this hyping up, up, up stuff, and all this extra stuff that he be doing, bro. Like it really, truly, I'm telling you from the bottom of my heart, it made me not even want to listen to this. <laughs> to this, to this I'm not album. mad at you. I'm not mad at you. And granted, there's just so many features on here. Hey, I'm not gonna listen to a two hour, two hour album straight. I'm not. And there's just the features aren't like, I just, there's just so many freaking features on here. It's a lot of features on this. Show. I would guarantee, literally, Drake's album and. A hundred percent guarantee Kendrick's album would have nowhere as many features as this fucking yeah, as this album would 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 have, and I don't know why he's doing that because he made good music on his own. So I don't know why. It's what just it's probably not decision, for me to be yeah. honest. Well, I don't know what led him to that decision either. But I think all this waiting and all this kind of stuff like that and all the stuff that he be doing, I just. Me personally, for his character and all that kind of stuff, it's not. It's not. I'm not. I'm not rocking with it, man. To be honest, I, I really don't care. It's just too extra. I'm good. <laughs> I think I'm good. I live without it. You know what I just saw? I literally just went on Instagram. Uh, Pitchfork Media, which they review albums, they rated Peppa Pig's album higher than Donda. <laughs> I just saw this. <laughs> they gave Peppa Pig's album a six point five, and Donda they gave a six out of a ten. <laughs> Damn, 6 out of 10. Uh, Soldier Boy was highly upset. Um, he said he had a series of tweets. Uh, that nigga Kanye weird as fuck. This is after the album came out. 
Uh, I don't know how to feel. Kanye sent me that song, Remote Control, and I don't hear my verse on it. Hmm, fuck that nigga. Uh, he put out the screenshots of his text messages between him and Kanye. Kanye seems to be sending out a lot of love. Yo, it's Jay. I love you, bro. You're a genius. Want to work with you with the new Gap campaign and my new album. Uh, Soldier Boy said, you know, let's get it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you're, are you in Atlanta? Yeah, come to Atlanta. He asked Soldier Boy to come to Atlanta. Uh, and now Soldier Boy is upset that his verse did not make the album. Um, he went on, don't call my phone no more. Uh, you uh, you weird-ass nigga. That's why Kim left your bipolar ass at Kanye West. <laughs> I'm serious. This is what he said, people. That nigga Kanye so pussy. Lame-ass nigga. Thought he could be president. Sit wow. your goofy ass down somewhere. That's why Hove don't fuck with you, weirdo. Uh, on God, you a bitch. Like, he's going in. I think he's just doing this to get some attention, though. This is crazy. That's this is different from the tweets I seen. Cause uh, he had posted pictures of Kim with him and Kim, and yes, he posted that. I'm the first rapper to be with Kim Kardashian. Uh, go have another rant, you pussy ass nigga. Find some help, Kanye. So pussy. I want to fight. Do you know how to fight? <laughs> Let's get the ring. Uh, Kanye, old picklehead ass, Don the flopped, <laughs> bro. You lame. He went on and on. Chris Brown also went on his Instagram story and said Kanye's a whole hole. Uh, saying that his fucking um verse was removed, but I just saw his name on the track list. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. And I, I, I listened to the album last night. I'll get to that in a second. But I don't remember hearing Chris Brown. Um, it is now projected to sell three hundred fifty thousand first week, and this is on a short week as well. No, it came out Sunday, not Saturday. That was Sunday. That was Sunday. It was Sunday at eight a.m. So he's two days behind, and he's still gonna sell three hundred fifty thousand first week. Uh, so yeah, Don is out. Uh. I listened to it last night all the way through, but I was exercising, so you know when the music be playing, you be really. It was it was on my speaker, so I heard it. So I'm listening to it last night. I'm like, eh. I'm like, yeah, I'm not really fucking with it like this. I'm like, it's cool, I'm like it's all right. And they, and I'm on Twitter. This is this album is beautiful. This is the best album ever. I'm like, I guess. But people, Kanye fans are very. They hype Kanye's projects up very, very much. I will say that Kanye. I think Kanye and J. Cole fans, they hype their them niggas music up a lot. A lot. A lot, a lot. And I'm a J. Cole fan too, but I, you know, y'all know I keep it real. If you listen to this podcast, you know I keep it real when it comes to that nigga. But I listened to the first half on the way here again, because I couldn't listen to the whole thing because it's just two hours long. So I got to song 14. And I'm listening to it in the car. I'm not going to lie. I, I was fucking with it. I was like, this shit is fucking all right. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not the first half. This is the first half though, and this is in the car. But I was like, you know what? This shit is this shit is not bad. There's some. There's a lot of songs that I like. It's not out of fourteen. Maybe I'll say like six, maybe out of fourteen. But not to say that the other what eight are bad. But it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Somebody was saying they didn't like the sequencing of the album, which I was like, okay, I, I might agree on that. How they how you put the songs in order. But this shit wasn't bad. I have to listen. I'll listen to the second half in the car as I'm leaving here. But to be real with you, from what I heard on that first half in the car, where I can actually hear everything, that shit was not that bad at all. Hmm. That's all, and I'll leave it at that. That's it. You ain't getting a review from me. <laughs> it wasn't bad. I think I'm good. I'll say that. It ain't no album of the year. I still think Isaiah has the album of the year. It's not the album of the year. I still think Isaiah Rashad's House of the Burning, House is Burning, so yeah. far is album. I've ever played that probably the most. Yes, I've still yeah, been I'm playing. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I, I played that more than Cold album. Yes, I'm still playing. Sad to say, I but I, yeah. But it was it wasn't bad. The features were pretty good. That I heard. There's one song I really like. Um, I can't think of which one it is. The one I played in the beginning is called "Believe What I Say." That was the Lauren Hill sample. Um, I think this is the one I really like right here. 
No, it's not that one. Never mind. It's not that one. <laughs> Which one fucking was it? Yeah, this one I like. This one called Jonah. And I think this is Bori. I like that one. I like this one a lot. But, and he has, you know what? There was one song where he was going in on and rapping, like rapping at the end of one. I was like, damn, this nigga Kanye going in. I, he has a lot of positive messages in this album. Of course, you know, he's on this God stuff. You know, I love Jesus and all this stuff. But there's a couple songs where he has like some really good positive messages in some of these songs. So um, I think it's a... Uh, and everybody's saying the beats are really... The beats are okay to me. There's they, It ain't his greatest production. I think they they're okay, but... Overall, from what I heard, man, I, th- I think it's okay so far. It's not bad. I mean, I'll give a full review next week, but it's not bad. Brandon said, fuck Kanye, but he'll still wear Yeezys. It's fine. That's cool. That's hey, cool. Man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm being serious. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Donda out now, guys. Oh, I did hear that fucking, because the first song is that weird-ass chant, Donda, 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 because I'm not playing it all the way through, because I think I'm going to see Candyman in my rearview mirror <laughs> if I let that play all the way through. So I'm not letting that play all the way through. But somebody said that that song, the way that the lady's chanting it, represents his mother's last heartbeats. Her final heartbeats. So she kind of says it really fast. Man. That's what I read that somebody said. Because she does chant it really fast. making up stuff. Y'all just be making up stuff, bro, to make it seem like this was God, bro. I'm telling you what they said. They're saying that the chant represents his mother's final heartbeat. But she does start really fast and then it slows down towards the end of the chant. I'm just saying what was, I'm just saying what was it? That's it. That should be the cap. Alright. No <laughs> Alright, last thing I have for music. Um it has been announced. Uh well on Sports Center there was a uh, interruption in their broadcast on Sports Center the other day. There's like a fucking hack in the middle of the Sports Center broadcast, and there's a note, and it reads CLB September 3rd. So everybody was saying, well, it looks like Drake is really going to drop off September 3rd. Drake didn't say anything. Sports Center then put out a tweet after this, and they were like, we want to apologize for any interruptions viewers might have experienced during Sports Center this morning. We had some technical difficulties that have since been resolved. That is really corny, guys. You guys... Drake paid you guys to put this fucking shit on there. That's really corny. Drake then put on Instagram a cover of a whole bunch of pregnant emojis of different colored women. And he put Certified Lover Boy September 3rd. So Drake's album, his sixth album, Certified Lover Boy, is coming this Friday. Um, people didn't think that that was the actual cover. Elliot Wilson, who is a hip-hop journalist and has high credibility in hip-hop, he said... This is the confirmed album cover. I'll put it in the video for those who haven't seen it, but I'm pretty sure most of you have seen it by now. Uh, what do you think of the cover, B? I know we were laughing at text messages the other day. <laughs> Shit is stupid, but I guess more and more I look at it, that's probably what he aimed to do. So. You want to hear that think piece on that one from Twitter? What? This certified lover boy cover makes so much sense since the album is nine months late and is coming out on Labor Day weekend. <laughs> Drake is a genius for real. I was supposed to come out in January, but that's not nine months. That's eight months. You fucking idiots! I just thought about that. That's not nine months. That's fucking eight months. These niggas is fucking stupid. But unless they count that month, you're not supposed to count that month. <laughs> you're not supposed to. If you're counting from January, that's eight months. It's September. But the Labor Day weekend thing, maybe. Uh, Academics said, "Not that I don't believe the OG Elliot Wilson, because Academics does text Drake a lot. He says I had to ask Drake if this is the cover for real, for real, for real, for real." 
for real, for real, for real. He didn't say it like that many times. That nigga said, yes, this is really the certified level boy cover, and this is the vibe he's on right now. So this is going to be the cover. A part of me still doesn't believe that this is going to be the cover, but everybody keeps saying that it is. I'm thinking that Drake is going to come like on Thursday and be like, all right, y'all, certified level boy, this is the real cover. That's what I think. I think he's trolling too, but... But maybe I'm wrong. But I do think this is a great marketing move, even though Drake doesn't need marketing anymore because he's just at that level to where he don't even have to promote. He can drop an album out of the blue like he did with If You're Reading This Is Too Late and it's going to sell a million copies or whatever. Some crazy number. But I will say I think it is a good move because Drake always connects with women, bro. That is one of the main reasons he sells so much fucking music because he's going to always find a connection with women. And on that day, there were so many women on Instagram posting this album cover. And what does that tell you? Drake did he did what he exactly what he wanted to do. Every fucking girl on Instagram was posting this album cover. Why? Because there's a picture of a whole bunch of girls pregnant. Girls love to talk about when they're pregnant. Girls love showing their pregnant bodies and love going on Instagram. I'm three weeks. Girls love doing that. And Drake is, when it comes to that type of shit, getting to the women, Drake is a genius at that. I will say that. So I do think that was a piece of that that marketing genius of Drake that I will say even though like I said he doesn't need it but so yeah, good marketing that is great marketing um somebody said that this album is reportedly a straight up rap album Ebro somebody said R&B album basically it makes uh, sense the cover it's just so funny Ebro retweeted that and he said I heard that this is actually a straight up rap album the last time we got a rumor like that was Scorpion, if you guys remember, where they said one half was going to be rap and one half is going to be R&B, and that came out to be true, which that was Scorpion. Um, I don't believe it's going to be a straight-up rap album because I think we heard a snippet where he was singing, the one that they took our episode down for mm-hmm. on SoundCloud. He was fucking singing on that one. But I would like this album to be... I would like it to be, honestly. I would like it to be a straight-up rap album. This album is already better than Kanye's. You said what? It's already better than Kanye's. <laughs> You can't say that yet. You said it's already better than Kanye's. You can't say that yet. It's already better than Kanye's. Uh, It's already better than Kanye's album. Before I say my expectations on what I want for this album, uh, somebody put a question, how much do you think Certified Level Boy was sold first week? 100 million, 50 (laughs) gazillion copies. Double Ultra. Do you think this will be his biggest first week ever? I think Views was. I think Views was over a million. You think this one topped over a million first week? Let's 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 keep it at that. Let's not say a number. Do we think this goes over a million at least first week? A million copies first week? Because I'm gonna say no, just because they changed streaming rules a little bit. So that's why I'm gonna say no a little just now. Because CDs aren't people aren't buying CDs anymore. So that kind of takes your album sales down a little bit because there's not like physical copies you can go to Target and buy anymore. And they're, they've changed the rules a little bit when it comes to streaming. So I think I'm going to say no. I, I do think it'll be close. I'll say... I'll probably say seven. 700? Yeah. I'll say eight to nine. So I'll say like 850. I'll say like 850. But before we move on to the next segment, because we'll go through it real quick. Um, Drake's last great project was If You Read This Is Too Late. And that was six years ago. So for me personally, I think Drake is at the point to where it doesn't matter what he does anymore. I don't even know when this nigga's gonna ever fall off. I don't, I don't, I don't see it happening. I don't think Drake's gonna ever get to the point where he falls off because anything he does, this nigga lost the whole rap beef and niggas didn't care. Nobody cared at all. 
me personally, this has to just for me, Drake has to put out a solid project, bro. Because Scorpion, that was his worst album. That was his last album that we got. Views grew on me a little bit, but it still wasn't a great album. Um, I didn't like it for reading this is too late when it first came out as a whole, but that that's a solid project, and that was six years ago. So for me, Drake has to put out a solid project for me. He has to do it. And not saying if he doesn't, what am I gonna say? Well, he fell out. I'm not gonna say that, but I just want Drake to put out another solid body of work. That's just my. That's what I want. Like I said, it's not gonna matter what he does at all, cause I don't see this nigga ever falling off. But that's what I want from Drake. And I want this to be a full rap album because I want this nigga to rap because that's the Drake I like. When Drake raps, I don't think anybody could fuck with him. Like, the way he raps, when he raps, nobody's fucking with that nigga. That's just my opinion. What do you want, Chris? What do you want out of Certified Lover Boy? You gonna listen to it? Hmm? I can't hear you. I should call this nigga. I should just call him and hang up. <laughs> you think he gonna answer? I don't know. You might. Let's call him real quick. Then we'll move on. If you don't answer, you're gonna be fucking put. <laughs> I'm gonna send it to him too when he come out. <laughs> Damn, I'm this nigga ass. What time is it? Eight o'clock? What up, son? <laughs> We're recording live right now. You are live on Social Junkie Podcast. Are you fucking serious? So don't say anything crazy. <laughs> uh oh. Are you going to listen to Drake's album on Friday? <laughs> no, I wasn't Cert- even aware he was dropping the album on Friday. Well, it is no. called Certified Lover Boy. The cover is a bunch of pregnant emojis of women, which is a really lame cover. But that is supposedly the cover, and it drops on Friday, sir. Are I'm, you trolling me? You serious? No, that's the, I could nigga. I'll, I'll send you the screenshot of what the cover is right now, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You gotta listen to it, bro. Give it a chance, man. Just give it a chance, Chris. Sure, I'll check it out. Whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll call, I'll call you. It wasn't, it wasn't exactly on my radar, if you know what I'm saying. You gotta give it a chance. You can't just keep saying you don't like a nigga if you don't listen to his music. I mean, I can name ten artists that you've never listened to him and you never will, but you'll have no problem saying you don't like him. I won't say that if I've never listened to. Him. I'm not gonna say I don't like somebody's music if I live if I never listened to them. I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, but are you actively how how many new artists do you actively every day outside of I'll ask you this outside of hip hop and R and B do you actually go listen to? When's the last time you checked out a new jazz musician or any other kind of type of music like that? Bye, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call you when we so done why, it. Why do I have to give Drake a time of my musical palette? Because he's a great, he's a great up. rapper. I'll call you when we're done, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. All right, all right. Uh, now I'm gonna call you for real though. All right, that was funny. That's all we have for music, guys. We're gonna get into sports real quick. Then we gonna do the Q and A segment. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. It's fucking funny. I, I was gonna answer that question, but I just didn't because this nigga would have kept going, so I didn't want to just keep going. Nah, bro, you couldn't think of an answer. Oh, let me play Soldier Boy's verse that um, got taken Soulja off. Soldier Boy's verse. Yeah, this is, this is Soldier Boy's verse that was taken off of uh, Kanye's album that he's mad yeah. about.
could understand what he was first saying, but when it kind of when they kind of slowed down, it, that wasn't that bad. Yeah, that I was trash. Good. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, that was trash. It wasn't that bad. All right, let's get into sports, guys. I see why he took him off. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. He just texted me. He said he got to be trolling about the cover. <laughs> All right, first thing we have for sports. Uh, where is my fucking? I don't even have my fucking pictures up. My bad, y'all. Uh, the first thing is oh, this UGA football shit. Uh, University of Georgia football announced uh, that they will be back to a normal football season this year. There will be no mask or vaccination requirements at all. The stadium holds 92,000 plus people. That is the first thing I have for sports. You can take with that what you want with it. Again, UGA football is back to normal football operations. There will be no mask or vaccination requirements at the stadium in Athens, Georgia. It holds 92,000 plus people. That's the first thing I have. Good job. Good job, UGA. Great job. Good job, University of Georgia. Uh, ESPN has taken Rachel Nichols off of all NBA programming and will cancel the jump, the show that she is on. Uh, we talked about it, I think, maybe a month ago, the comment she made about Maria Taylor. Um, yeah, she has been. She made, she apologized afterwards for offending anybody, which I didn't think it was. Uh, we talked about it on here. I didn't think it was a super huge big deal what she said. Um, if you guys remember, she was saying um, to ESPN, not to take her off of anything and give Maria Taylor the jobs that she deserves because ESPN feels bad about their diversity. She was she, she was pretty much saying, don't fucking take me off of shows to give Maria Taylor a job just because you guys feel bad about diversity, which I didn't feel like was a super huge deal. Same. A lot of people may think opposite. Um, but yeah, she has been removed from ESPN programming, NBA programming. She got removed from the finals last year and replaced with Maria Taylor. Well, this year. Um, so yeah, so she's gone. Yeah, I think she, she Rachel Nichols has always been um, a really good analyst, and she does her job very well. So, so I she'll get picked up by another. She'll number. get she'll figure something out. Um, yeah, that happened. She's gone. Um, I saw this on Twitter, but I don't know all the full details of it because I didn't know what the fuck people were talking about. But there is a um, high school football team. Um, well, they're there's a, they're fake now. It's been announced that they're a fake high school football team. They are called Bishop Sycamore. Uh, they tricked ESPN into letting them play on national television. Uh, despite their play, their players being ages 20 to 30. <laughs> so they played a football game on ESPN nationally against a high school football team. Their players were aged 20 to 30, and they lost the game 58 to 0. <laughs> and now it says there is a warrant out for the coach's arrest. <laughs> How the fuck, if this is true, because like I said, I didn't see all the details about this. Y'all need to go to work, bro. If this is true, and you niggas lost to, well, the high school team was really good. They were, they were one, the, the team that they played, they were one of the best national high school teams in the country. But they lost, they couldn't even score a touchdown. And these were niggas from 20 to 30, apparently. But I just thought that was funny. <laughs> so I have to look more into it. But when I first saw that, I was like, that's pretty fucking funny. But that is, people were saying that's kind of dangerous to do that. But they were saying that's dangerous for the for them. To go against a great high school. <laughs> they could have broke a hip. They could have dislocated a hip. I thought that was fucking funny. Um, the last couple things I have. Uh, ben Simmons has told the 76ers he doesn't want to be a part of the team anymore. He does not plan to report a training camp. Miami Heat, please stay away from this nigga. Please do not fucking fuck with Ben Simmons. Leave that nigga alone. Let him go wherever he wants to go. Please. And uh, 
NFL news, Cam, before we get into the boxing shit, Cam Newton was released by the Patriots today. Uh, Mac Jones, the rookie quarterback from Alabama, he will now be the starting quarterback. Cam Newton said on Instagram, I really appreciate all the love and support during this time. Please don't feel sorry for me. So Cam Newton is now a free agent. If he does pick up, he's not going to be picked up as a starting quarterback, guys. He's going to be a backup. And I would take him in Atlanta. I would take up as a backup in Atlanta. i do that. He's from here. Um, it's kind of fucked up that they let Cam go like that. I think this was might have been their plan the entire time. Because when, when they drafted Mac Jones, the first thing I said was, oh, that motherfucker is perfect for the New England system. He's fucking perfect for them. And I think, I don't know, we'll see how he does. But I don't think this makes the Patriots a fucking top four team in their conference, like niggas was saying on SportsCenter. Niggas is fucking tripping. But we'll see, man. We'll see what happens with Cam Newton. And uh, the last thing for sports... Uh, Jake Paul beat Tyron Whitley by split, excuse me, decision on Saturday night. Um, me and Brandon were watching it because that's my homie. It's my guy. We watched it. We t- we didn't pay for it, guys. We we didn't pay for it. Right? No, we no, we pay for it. No, we did not. We didn't pay for it. Just stop fucking lying. We did pay for it. We did oh, you just saying that so niggas won't. What they gonna do? Take us to jail? <laughs> what is that? Larry Bird. Tyron, Tyron almost knocked him out in the fourth round, and he stopped being aggressive after that, like totally. He stopped being aggressive, like completely after he almost knocked this man out. I thought, I thought he was gonna knock him out. Did you not in the fourth round? It I looked like he was about to knock he, him out. He, he definitely had the damn opportunity. And do you think it was rigged? Yeah, for a second fight. So do you think Tyron went in there knowing that, okay, I'm not going to knock this guy out. I'm going to just do what I got to do for a second fight. So I can get my wins and get my money, yeah. Get my own money, yeah. Yeah, so yes, I think I think so. After the fight, Jake Paul tweeted, updated status, retired boxer. Who said that? Jake Paul. So he's retired? That's what he's put on Twitter. It's August 30th at 6.35 p.m. Updated status, retired boxer. You believe that? 3-0? No, no. I, I think he's scared... He's not, he will never fight Canelo or what's his name, Arnold McGregor. Canelo would not give. Now nah, Canelo, Canelo would never do that because he, he's just not stupid. But do you think if he's not retired, do you think he'll ever fight a real boxer? No. No. Okay. So he might as well stay retired. It's crazy that his record will be recognized though. <laughs> Three zero. What was it? Recognized was it? as official boxing. Who was the first guy? What's the first guy's name? He fought. Um. Is that no? That wasn't KSI, was it? You said his name the other night. It was Nate Robinson, Tyron, and but who was the first guy? KSI, wasn't it? I don't, I don't remember. That's not the name that you said though. You said somebody else last week. What ben Askren? Week? Yes, that's what you were saying. So it was him. He wasn't the first guy that he somebody, fought. Damn, somebody died. I thought you said he was the first guy he fought. No, I thought it was KSI, unless it's his brother. I hope they're okay. Hope wherever they're going to is fine. What you think? Are they outside? Are they coming in here? What if they started knocking on the door? In the middle of recording. Would you get mad at them? Like, Yo, what the fuck y'all doing? <laughs> Bro, they sound really fucking close. Hopefully he's not your neighbor. Hopefully everyone, everyone's okay. I think it was Ben Askren, but that's no, all we have. No, it was uh, Deji. 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 Yeah. Oh, he fought KSI's younger brother, Deji. So, I thought you were talking about the rapper DDG. And then like, he Man. fought Anderson Gibb, whoever the fuck this is. Then Nate Robinson, then Askren, Dead Woodley. So those first two weren't official on his professional record. No, they were official. 
But then that's like four fights. He's 3-0. and oh. That's like four or five fights. Oh, well, that first one probably was not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right. Well, that's all we have for sports, guys. Uh, Jake Paul lost me money. I'll leave it there. <laughs> Jake Paul lost me some money, guys. You mean Tyrone. Well, Tyrone lost me some fucking money. But yeah, that's all we have for sports. So we're going to get into the Q&A segment. Go ahead and We'll spend as much time us. as we have to on this because we, we got to get into some discussions on some of the stuff that we asked. Yeah. Um, so if you want to send a Q&A question again, you're going to send that to socialjunkiepod at gmail.com. Everyone that has sent the question out, we truly, truly appreciate every single one of you guys, everyone that's participated in our street Q&A segments. Thank you. We appreciate you. We appreciate you guys for not being assholes and be like, no, fuck you, nigga. Nobody's ever said that. Thank you, guys. Thank well, you so much. With the exception of some people out there in the park. Nobody say fuck you. They were just like, nah, I'm good. Nah. Who said fuck you? I don't remember that. That scrub coming up. Oh, y'all need permission to record. <laughs> oh, you talking about the dude. Fucking uh, the security dude. Uh, again, shout out to the two JBs, Vo, Mira, D, Nani, and Elise for this week's Q&A segment. Um, so we'll play it. We'll let you guys see it, and then we'll discuss it. I'll read some TikTok comments. Um, so here it is right here, guys. All right, Social Junkie Podcast. We're downtown in Centennial Olympic Park, and today we are here with... JB. Vo. Dro. JB. Man. Both of y'all got the same name? How both of y'all JB? Same in this. <laughs> okay, I was going to say this all good. I'm just fucking with y'all. All right, so we're going to do the Q&A segment real quick. I got four questions for you guys. Uh, first one is, is there any amount of money that you guys feel like is too much money? No. No. I feel like if billionaires, you really don't need a billion dollars. Like, you straight at a million, billion. You got a lot of money, but it's like, what are you going to do with the money? So you feel like a billion is that cap. It's like, that's too much money. 9,900 million. <laughs> Never enough. You can always make more. Okay. All right. That's cool. All right. Second one is, if you became an overnight millionaire, would you feel obligated to take care of your entire family? Entire family. No. Hey, listen. I seen something. It was like you gonna have to break certain bonds. You have to break certain friendships, even uh, family bonds. You might have to break up because you can't feed everybody. So, I feed as many as I can. I feel that. I feel that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I shouldn't have to take care of my whole family because it's not my responsibility. But of course, I'm going to bless my family. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not, I don't feel obligated to take care of the whole family. The entire family. Okay. You know? Man, right. You know, if he said, I ain't about to take care of the whole family, I'm going I'm to give uh, to the ones who've been around. But motherfuckers ain't hit me up since I was two, three years old. I'm not about <laughs> to break bread with you. You don't even know my name. I feel like, uh, you know, I. Get some money out to a couple family members, immediate family members, try to put them in a better position. But I definitely don't feel obligated to, you know, feed everybody like, no, relax. Okay. I definitely wouldn't feel obligated, but I would definitely help. But to the people that I didn't see a lot, like, but I would do a lot, though. Okay. All right, third question. What should be the youngest age you are allowed to get married, in your opinion? The youngest. You can be 18. 18? 18. Cool you. Mm, I say 18. 18. 18. Yeah, I'm saying 18. 18? Uh, yeah, 18, but I feel like you should maybe don't make that move at 18. But All if right, you want cool. to, go on here. You're an adult. All right. I say 16 because that's the age of consent. So they should be able to know if they're able to get married. But I wouldn't personally, but I say that's. Okay. Right, a quick add on to that. If you feel like at that age, you have enough experience to make such a big decision. You get married. That's obligation for the rest of your life. At 18, do y'all feel like that's 
a, a worthy age to get married. And, and it's funny she said that because the reason we brought this question up, North Carolina just changed the legal age. I think it was from 14 to 16. Do you guys agree that 16 would be okay? No. No. I, no. I even think 18. I'm just some people may feel that they ready for that at 18 with that certain person. So I feel like if they with that person, they should be able to make that decision. But most people, I feel like, should not get married at 18. Personally, I'm thinking you gotta wait to mid to late 20s. You gotta experience a little yeah, bit of life because you too, you too locked up, bro. Like we all go through college, we got high school. <laughs> Who trying to get married as soon as they got out of high school? That didn't even make no sense. That's what I'm saying. Some people might feel that way, really, with that person. Because I know a lot of people that's been together since they was, you know what I'm saying? Look, I feel like marriage, it's kind of like a, I don't understand it. Because, like, if y'all want to be together, y'all can. You know what I'm saying? 18, that's real young. I feel like you really don't even know somebody until y'all move in together. And it definitely probably won't be at 18. You know what I'm saying? So, that's. 100% agree. I feel like you're not going to know somebody until you move together, until you see their, their habits and all that type of shit. You're not going to know until you get married, until you live together, for sure. Last one is, if you caught your partner out on a date, would you confront them or would you keep it moving? I catch you on a date with another man. I'm going uh, to say something real subtle to you. I'm going to say something real subtle to you, and then I'm going to just leave it at that. Once... Once you give it up one time, it's you can over. die for all I care. <laughs> all right. It's over with. Would you confront him or would you keep it moving? Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't go crazy. I wouldn't do nothing wild. Who would you, say, would you think you would be that person? Else? Sometimes people have to go crazy, but if they say something like how. That could start something. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't confront him. I just. You just wait till later on? Yeah. Say something? Okay. Yeah. I'll probably confront him. I'd be mad as hell. <laughs> Ah, shit, hell no, yeah. The whole thing canceled. Definitely confronting, saying some slick shit, and then I'm going to just keep it pushing. Like, that's, that's what it is. I'm definitely confronting, and it might be some drinks and hits thrown. <laughs> you right there. I ain't never arguing with nobody about my girl, bro. Man, yeah, yeah, if you got it, that's it, right? If you got it, you got it, right? Okay. But it's like, that's time wasted, because you out here doing what you want to do. But I'm sitting here being faithful and loyal. My words is definitely going to get spoken. Okay, we appreciate y'all, man. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. All right, Social Junkie Podcast. We're downtown in Centennial Olympic Park, and today we are here with... Nani. And Elise. Nani and Elise, I have three, four questions for you guys. I'm sorry. First one is, is there any amount of money that you feel is too much money? No. You just need to know how to handle the money. Okay. Um... No, it just depends on what you do with it also. Okay, so y'all don't feel like a billionaires, nobody has too much money. There's no amount of money you feel like as a cat where it's like, that's too much money you guys have. No. Um, I mean, the richest man who ever lived, they can even calculate how much he had. So not really. Like King Mansa Musa, if you know yeah. who that is. Okay. All right. All right. If you became an overnight millionaire, would you feel obligated to take care of your entire family? Keyword, entire family. Um, no. I would take care of who I genuinely feel like I should take care of. Who would take care of me? Yeah, I would only help those who are in my life currently. Because yeah. not everybody that's your family helps you, so. Okay. Uh, third one is, what should be the youngest age you should be allowed to get married? Shit. I mean, 18, because, like, that's when you legally an adult. And if you want to be a dumbass, you can be a dumbass. <laughs> Whenever you feel like you're ready, but I think, like, 20. 
Because I still feel like 18 is a little young because he's still like a teenager. So I feel like 20 is a better age. You're entering your uh, more of adulthood. Is this like legally or like how young do I think I should get married? Just in general. Legally. Yeah, just oh, in yeah. General. Legally, I think 18 is still valid. Okay. And the reason we asked, um, North Carolina just passed a law recently where I think they raised the age from 14 to 16. Do you guys see a problem with that? Wait, you could get married at 14? I think it was 14. I believe, yeah, it was 14. But now it's 16. Oh, well, I think they should raise it to 18. (laughs) I think it should be raised up a little bit. Because thinking about myself when I was like 16, marriage? All right, and the last one is, if you caught your partner out on a date, would you confront them or would you keep it moving? Keep it moving. And why do you say that? Because, I mean, if that's what you want to do, you ain't hearing from me again. Okay. Um, it depends on the situation, really. Like, if we never communicated that we're actually together, then I would just keep it pushing. But if we're together, of course, I think it should be addressed, though. Because if I do the same thing, typically guys don't handle it the same way. Yeah. For this question specifically, we're saying you go out somewhere, and let's say you go to a restaurant, you catch your man out with another woman on a date. I wouldn't make, I'm not a big scene person, so I wouldn't say anything. So you, you guys would just wait till later on to say something to them? Oh, I'm not waiting. They're like, I'm not saying anything ever again. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that works. I like, I would say something. No, like you, you done. Like I like you gonna hurt too, cause you're like, damn, what did I do? You went on that date. Maybe that's what you did. <laughs> yeah. All right, we appreciate y'all. Thank you so much. All right, guys, we're back. Let me write down the time we came back. <laughs> I'm Chet, you betcha, and this is Pernell McGee here with me today. <laughs> Again, we appreciate every single one of you guys for joining the Q&A segment. Thank you guys for the insight. Uh, how do you want to do this? You want to go question by question? Or you want to just you want me to just read these TikTok comments by each question? Let's go question by question. All right, so what was the first one? Um, I got to go to the list here. Uh, we did the amount of money. We, we gave our opinion on there's a, if there is a amount of money. There's too much money. We did the overnight millionaire. All right, so what should be the youngest age allowed to get married we we brought that north carolina thing up a couple weeks ago 25 didn't give our you say 25 Mm -hmm. damn okay go ahead why you take that 25 because one of the one of the guys mentioned to you going right out from high school you're not even legal yet then you get into college one of the jb still still you're too young to make such a decision and then not regret it later because even getting married young and not having enough life experience will set you up for failure. How do you really truly know what you want, even at 20? What, what I wanted at 20 is different from what I want, closer to 30. So stuff changes. And that midpoint, it I think, is a pretty good designation to where it should be. Because now you're, you're fully coming into your adulthood to make a decision to really understand and grasp what you're what you're looking for in your future. You've already cut, you've already been legal for a couple of years. You already did a little party and did all, all this stuff. You've already did all that a little bit out of that way from when you were 18 all the way up into that. So I say about 24, 25 is when it should be legal because a lot of people are getting married young and then just divorcing. What's the point of all that? What's the point of spending all that money in, on a wedding and spending investing all that time and some, you don't really even know if you want to be with the person. You haven't even... Live with the person, and I'm not, I'm saying marriage specifically. So you could be with somebody by the time you're 21, and granted, you don't even know what their habits are. You haven't moved in with them. You don't know, and the telltale sign if you want to be with somebody. The whole thing for a relationship is, since everybody's not perfect, right? 
everybody's not perfect because there's this preconceived notion that every single person or you're, there's somebody perfect out there for me I, to my ideal. There's no such thing. There is a level of, what's the word? What's the word um, for putting up with somebody? There's um, toleration. There's a level of toleration that you have to see yourself in with this person, their bad habits, their good habits, for you to, be, to want to be with them long term. If it's so bad that you don't want to be with them long term, you're not going to commit to that person. So what I'm saying is you that does not come out until you move in with the person and you realize because stuff changes. The dynamic of a, of a relationship changes when you automatically move in with a person. Stuff changes. It's not like we see each other every weekend. We see each other every couple of days. You live with, you, with, live with each other. You go on to each other. Stuff changes. And then you really get to see how this person operates when... Before you really really weren't with them a majority of the time, so now you really get to see. So I think twenty five is kind of like twenty four twenty five is that that point that where it is sane enough for you to make a decision. This is what I want for the remainder of my life. Because when you think of marriage, you don't think, "Oh, I'm gonna be married to this person for five years." It's not. That's, that's <laughs> not. That's not what it is. Some people. Probably you do. gotta be. This is for this. For when we think about marriage and a lot. What I personally think about for marriage. I don't know what a lot of other people think about it now, but when I married. think about marriage, it's forever. You gotta be with this person, tolerate this person forever. Yeah, I'm gonna stay with them till I get my citizenship. <laughs> <laughs> so you really gotta be vested into this, into this choice that you're about to make. And twenty four, twenty five. It's just at that point to where you can make it and still have enough knowledge about where you want to go in your life. So that's just my opinion. Of course, I'm probably going to get a lot of people disagree with that. A lot of people said 18 and all that stuff, but I, you're too I, I, young. I don't think too you young. say that. Right? Yeah, I think 18. I think 18. I, as much as I want to say 18 because, you know, that's the... Is that is 18 legal age or 21 legal? I think 18 what? is legal. Mm, it's state by state. drinking age. State by state. Well, yeah, eighteen is technically your legal, yeah, legal in yeah. a legal adult. Yes. Yes. So that yeah, I still think eighteen is too young. I'm I'm gonna say twenty one, and I agree with everything Brandon was saying, but I still think you have to give the opportunity to people the opportunity to live and learn. So that's why I'm gonna say twenty one, even though twenty one may be a little early to some people's standards. If people want to get married at a young age. Let them do it. I feel like that 14 to 18, 19, 20, I feel like that's still... 20 might even be okay, but I feel like that range is still definitely too young. That 14 in North Carolina, that, that's insane. That's literally insane, 14. Yeah, you barely even hit puberty at that age. But even though I'm saying that you got to give people the opportunity to live and learn, because I do feel like most people that get married at 14 to 16, they probably wouldn't have divorced and there'll be a learning experience. I still think that's a little too young. So I'll say 21, man. If niggas is... If 21 is the legal age to drink, man, go ahead and, and get married. What What is it in Georgia? Look up what it is in Georgia. It's probably 16, no? You think? In Georgia? Damn. I, I'll say 21, man. Because every... Even at 25, even if you wait till... Even if you wait till 30. 17. It's 17 in Georgia? Mm-hmm. See, that's too low, man. Because you're technically still not even legal. I think you need to be technically legal to get married. So maybe I am saying 18, man. I don't know. It used to be 16. Back it used to be 16. Pre 2019. May 9th, 2019 is when it changed. How do you make the decision to get married at 16, 17 years old? You have no life experience. Yeah, I think the yeah, one. What of the, the fuck? One of our guys that said that what? Get the fuck out of here. What? <laughs> Get Joe. What? 
What state can you marry at age 12? With parental consult, you can marry at age 12 at Massachusetts, in Massachusetts and New Hampshire at 13, Hawaii at 15, Missouri at 15. Yo. Damn. Y'all tweaking. Yeah, that, that's pretty young. That's tweaking young. Yeah, like I said, I think you should you should still give people the opportunity to live and learn. Because most... I mean, there may be people that got married at fucking 16 and they still together. Who knows? We don't fucking know. I would doubt that the statistical standpoint of that would be very low. I would doubt it too, but there may be... It might have worked for some people, bro. It, it might have fucking worked, man. Um, I, I'll say 21. I'll keep it at 21. I didn't think you were going to say 25. But I feel every. I feel all the reasons that you were saying... But I still think... Um, like, when you think about what, how we, we thought at 21 and 18, the difference between us at 18, 17, and 21 to now. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, I, we only skipped the other two because we talked about those two. Um, did we feel like... The, you said billion. I don't remember what I said about the too much money shit. Uh, yeah, I said billion. You said... 50 billion or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, that's too much. Because I was like, I, I would want to be a billionaire. I would definitely want to be a billionaire. But I, I felt, taking that question to the streets, I felt like most people were going to say no money is too much money. I think only one, one of the JDs said that a billion is too much or whatever he said, 900 million or something like that. I, but I feel like most, I think that's the consensus. Most people feel like um, there's no amount of money that's too much money. Let me read the um, the comments on that one. Let me see. Someone, oh, never mind. There's only one. He said custodians. I don't know what that means. What? So is there such thing as too much money? He said custodians. What does that mean? What does that mean? I don't know. You want me to ask him? What does that mean, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Uh, if you catch your... Wait, wait. Did I do the uh, marriage the one? I didn't do the marriage one. So on TikTok, that next TikTok is going to be the marriage one. The one What we're talking about right now, I'll post this video on TikTok. Uh, if you caught your partner out on a date, would you confront them or keep it moving? I think you did answer that. I did answer that. What'd you say? Yeah, we have it right here. Actually. I said I'd probably more likely say something. Let's read some of these comments. It wouldn't be a lot, though. Uh, one of my boys said, I say, what's up, bro? It's all you. LOL. I think I'd sit down at the table and just eat a little bit of food and then walk out. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out That's to Kevin. Funny. Kevin Thornton. He said that. Uh, I would funny. send drinks over, make sure the waitress told them it's for me, and then be on my way. I, I like that one. I like that. I like that one. That was a good idea. Uh, I take a picture of them and tell them to have a nice life. Uh, somebody said I would cause a scene. Uh, shout out to this dude, man. I don't see his name in here. But he said, I saw my girl in a club with a guy 10 to 15 years ago. I told my boy she was in there with him, and they dragged him out, and we broke up. <laughs> so he had his niggas go in there and beat the nigga ass, and they dragged him out, and then they broke up. That's kind of fucked up, though. Uh, if she lives with me, I'm going back home and leaving all her shit at the door. Uh, and the last person said, nah, you take a video and move out. If there's your place that she lives in, you throw all her shit to the curb, and if she says shit, you send the video to everyone. So that's kind of like blackmail, kind of. I throw all her shit outside. If she has something to say about, it, I'm gonna send a video to everyone. That's pretty much what he's doing. I don't know if I do that. I think this situation is very subjective because nobody's gonna truly know what they would do until <clears> right until it happens, you. right? But I personally think I would go up to the table and say something. I think I would too. I wouldn't cause a scene, me personally. But you wouldn't know, cause what if the nigga gets up, bro? What the fuck you say, bro? And he gets up. I don't give a fuck if you say you a I'm nigga, be bro. Like, oh, I don't want any problems. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna be like, no, I don't want any problems, sir. That's what I'm gonna say. What you mean? 
That's not what you're going to say. I'm going to say that. If but he what, gets what, up and gets in my face, I'll be like, bro, I don't, I don't want any problems. But what, if, so if he, try, if he, just if he tries to cause a scene, like, what do you do? If what? If he tries to cause a scene, what do you do? I just told you. <laughs> I just told you. I bro. think if I do that and a guy tries to cause a scene, I think I'd just laugh. I think I'd be like, bro, are you serious right now? Because there's no really, there's really no point of you fighting over your girl if she's with this guy. There's no point of fighting yeah, there's, over her. There's no point, yeah. Ain't no point of fighting over her. Like uh, Buddy said, I mean, if you if you with him, that's, that's all you, bro. What's Two that thing that your dad said? What? He said dad, something. Your dad said something, bro. <laughs> he, he said my dad said something about it. Oh no, my dad always something says something about you. that's not your girl. Something my dad like always says once another guy penetrates your girl's legs, yeah, it's over with. It's over with. There, it's it's over with. There's no more. That's Which that, I tell him all the time. I'm like that kind of goes both ways, man. You gotta kind of, you gotta kind of, it got kind of goes both ways. If a guy fucks another girl too, it should kind of. You can't just. But you know, most guys think of it. Guys aren't fair when it comes to that. Yeah. Most guys will standard. say if my girl fucks somebody, it's over with. But if they standard. do it, then yeah. Right. Most guys are like that. Uh, was there anything else? Uh, if you felt, oh, oh, people commented on if you felt obligated to take care of your entire family. If you were overnight millionaire, would you feel obligated to take care of your entire family? Every single person that commented said no. Every single person. Uh, somebody said it all depends on how many millions are involved. One million doesn't last long if you have a lot of people to care for. Uh, somebody said no one would get cash, maybe investments. I think I read this already on the episode. Uh, I would take care of all my immediate family. I think we all agree on that. I think everybody pretty much agrees on all those um thank y'all man i appreciate it. y'all gave some good answers uh i think both of the jbs gave some good answers y'all gave good answers man uh who said least. it's not enough to live i mean a million is he said it depends on how much money people you have to take care of a million is not a lot nah a million to be all right if you have 20 people to take care of that's a lot why the fuck would you have 20 people some people have big families that's a lot of people i don't know that's a lot of people so I said 21. Brandon says 25 is the youngest age. Uh, I'm going to probably confront the dude. Um, what if... Here we go. You <laughs> guys, listen to this, guys. What if you went out and you caught your partner on a date with the same sex? Like another girl. I, I honestly would be less mad, to be honest. You'd Even be less mad? I'd be less mad. So you'd be like... Because I can't compete. Like, so you'd be like, damn. I'm trying to go to the crib. <laughs> I hate this guy. You know that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That was pretty funny. Well, so you would be less mad. I'd you. be less mad. Guys, I want you to answer that question. I honestly probably be less what mad. What if you caught your partner on a date and they were on a date with the same sex? So if it's a girl listening, if you caught your dude on a date with another man, and guys out there, if you caught your girl on a date, I think most niggas wouldn't care. I think a lot of <laughs> niggas would not care, bro. Girls, of course, because it's like, what the fuck are you doing here with another guy? That's what the fuck. <laughs> that girls would say that. A girl would be highly upset at that. But I think a lot of guys wouldn't care. Because I'm trying to think if that happened to me. Oh, my. That's a I'd be upset. I would be less mad, Brandon. I, I think most mad. guys, I think I can speak for most guys. and I, would be, I think they would say they I would be I'm less upset less just based on the fact that you can't compete. You don't got. You're not a girl. You're not a female. You can't really compete. I mean, she has to have a strap on. I have the dick, so I can't compete. She has to put a strap on. I don't have to. Do How that. do you know that they you automatically just use strap on? What they else might, are they doing? They Bumping coochies. Uh, okay, they might do that. That ain't nothing. How you know? That's a L. <laughs> That's a L. That ain't. That ain't going. 
To all you women out there bumping coochies, it, it, that's not the same. That's not the same. You're about to have a lot of people message you now, boy. That's not the fucking same. Especially if you put yourself on TikTok, bro. Like, and you put you brought it up the other day. What's the point of putting a strap on on if you can just get dick? What is the point of that? I didn't, I don't remember saying that, but if there's any studs out there listening, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't get it. But answer that question for us. What is the point of that? Please Yo, don't. we almost went to two hours, Pete. No, because we got to take that day. Oh, we yeah, we got to take all this stuff. We got to take all that shit out. <laughs> it's probably going to be like an hour and 45 or something like that. Hour and 40. But yeah, man, answer those questions, guys. Thank you, everyone, that participated in the Q&A segment again. And two we JBs, appreciate uh, 2JBs, Vo, Mira, D, Nani, and Elise. I couldn't understand what you said. Your name was D. My bad, bro. But um, shout out to all you guys, man. Thank you. We appreciate it. <laughs> Same questions, guys. Send it to... Socialjunkiepod at gmail.com If you have anything you want us to take to the streets of Atlanta um, I want you guys to start sending scenarios Like that we used to get in the beginning When we did the Q&A Like my girl did this Should I take her back We used to get some good fucking scenarios Yeah Like it was some good shit in the beginning That niggas was sending us Y'all don't don't fuck with us no more I wanted wanted to take shit like that out to the streets That's what I want That's not what I think But I think I think a lot of I think The thing about the Q&A a lot of people our age aren't gonna send questions because, you know, it's grown. You like you don't care about other people's opinions and stuff. I and think you more, shouldn't really. That's true. Know. I think more younger people, and I think a lot of the people that send those scenarios were younger, probably like twenty. Which is 22. what we kind of like because we've been your age and you haven't been our yeah, age. Yeah, so we can give we can give you say that proper again? insight. You've been like we've, been, we've been your age, but you haven't been our age. Yeah, somebody so. said that a long time ago. A very wise man that Brandon didn't fuck with. A very wise man. <laughs> Do you remember Harrington? Man, fuck. Shout out to you, Harrington, if this ever comes your way. But yeah, uh, thank you guys. I think a lot of the younger kids or uh, well, the young adults or will be the one that sent Q and A questions because you know at that age. Because like I said, when I was that age, I was looking up online how to get your girl back and shit like that. <laughs> looking up. I remember on that episode. That was a funny looking episode. up on Google. I was like, me too. <laughs> how to get your girl back and shit like that. Because, you know, when you first go through your first breakup, you seek advice and shit like that. You don't know what to do. Bro. And I'm what telling you, that stuff, that's why I said, I'm going to kill myself. I fucking love her, bitch. I'm going to blow my brains out if you don't call me. Shit like that. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I probably did. <laughs> I probably did, bro. I fucking <laughs> Get this door open. <laughs> oh, fucking shit. But, yeah, man, thank you, guys. Uh, that is our Q&A segment, people. That was cool, yeah. That was a good episode. Last episode might have been one of our somebody and somebody a couple people messaged me and said that they were like, bro, that episode last episode was fucking funny. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, a couple people messaged me and was saying that. He be holding on news to me. That last fucking episode, episode one hundred and one, was one of our that was one of our top five funniest episodes. That shit was pretty fucking funny, man. Um, thank y'all, man. This is episode one hundred and two. Appreciate y'all. Bye. Stop joking. Thank you if you made this far into the episode, man. If you made it this far, we fuck with you, man. Again, I'm Pete. That's Brandon. Um, audio episodes. This episode's going to drop on Wednesday. Audio episodes are every single Wednesday on Apple's podcast, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Uh, we are on YouTube every single Thursday. Please hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. I've seen a couple people have subscribed the last week. Um, thank you, guys. I think it's probably the people that we just did a Q&A with. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it, man. Uh, we made this far into episode again. We fuck with you. Thank you, man. Um, I think that's it. Episode 103 will be next week. Uh, yeah, man. Check out episode 101 if you want a good laugh. This one was a little more serious to the begin towards the beginning. 
And then we edged out like we always do. Rest in peace to all those people, man. So fucked up where we living, bro. Yeah, rest in peace. Thank you, guys. Be back next week. Don't dab me up again. That's my nigga. Okay, wait. This is TDE's new artist, Ray Vaughn.